0: to another edition of the Play Some Video Games Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Delvin Cox, and with me, as always, is the man who eats all the hype, Mr. Donnie Reese.
1: Co-host number two. Greetings, Kooplings. Good evening, everyone.
0: Deb will be here soon. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. 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 We'll find out. We'll find out. He says he will. (laughs) Yes.
1: You never know, D-Life. You know, much yep. like Rebecca, the show starts when he gets here. You know, they yes. just got that big star personality.
0: Yes, <laughs> Dev is the star of PSVG. He is to play play some video games. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Bear thirty-three, you're banned. You know why? You piece of garbage. <laughs> I I'm,
1: I must have missed this. What happened?
0: Oh. About the stupid thing from uh, uh, Baldur's Gate last week. He thought I was going to harass and slander him on Shaq. But see, I try to be a gentleman on Shaq.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. Thank Shaq you. Because is,
0: Shaq is where the good kids hang at. So I try to behave myself. But not here. Here is my home.
1: Yeah, I don't know about like that. Our, to the shit our Nintendo show was talking about <laughs> Mario laying pipe last week. I don't know.
0: That is true. <laughs> I, I, I may have corrupted Shaq.
1: It was like seven years of Shaq listeners probably like in their minivans with their family. Like, what the fuck has happened to this show?
0: What happened?
1: We're probably hemorrhaging <laughs> listeners left and right.
0: Yeah, probably. My bad. Y'all wanted me on the show, so it's y'all fault. Y'all only Not y'all. Don't throw me. Lo- Who's we? 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 Don- Donnie knew this was going to happen. He's I like, knew you can't let him on.
1: No, I, I'm, I'm actually really happy that you're there. I think you stir the drink a little bit. Um, Rebecca and I alone can be somewhat combative, right? Uh, so having a third to like mix it up, I think kind of just smooths out all the edges. I think it makes the show more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's fun sitting there chatting with you two and going over things and talking about how much I love Detective Pikachu. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know. like
0: That is a real thing, by the way. I, I, I think I, th- a, I think you're uh, maybe
1: putting it on.
0: No, I uh, before the game even came out, I bought the Detective Pikachu amiibo because I, I was like, this is the stupidest. There's a difference I've seen between my-
1: thinking the amiibo and see, like I think a lot of people look at Detective Pikachu and they're like, oh, like the movie, and it's not, it's not like the
0: movie at all. Before the movie, yeah, But even before the movie, I was like. This is fucking ridiculous, but I love it. It's so ridiculous, I love it. And plus, you know, I like um, detective shows. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. It's um, Well,
1: I Luther. hope you and Pikachu have a blast solving the mystery.
0: Well, the way you said that
1: of who <laughs> took
0: like you said that
1: <laughs> Captain Rick's coffee or whatever. That shit is lame as yeah. hell. It is so. It's gonna be fun. It was Detective it Pikachu was I hope I hope for the for the life of you, I hope they've improved it. Cause it was I hope the they e- do too. <laughs> the epitome of mid. Bad mid, not good mid, the worst uh, mid like just mediocre as possible. Just boring. So a deadly premonition too mid. Not no, at least that's mid. like janky and probably all terrible ways, but at least it's trying to be something. Dude, P- Detective uh, Pikachu was paint by numbers. Oh, that's disappointing. It was. I bought the game. Rolling. Talk about disappointment. I, I, I bought it.
0: I bought the damn like, game. Uh, I can't I can't go back now, Daddy.
1: <laughs> I hope they make it better. It was just like it's it's like a very old game. It's like a flash game. It's like some of those like cheap Cartoon Network games you could play like in your browser. You know, like fifteen you years ago. You can't
0: even say that now, because because those games have actually gotten good
1: now. <laughs> okay, well, you know what I mean. Before they got good, back yeah, when they were like, they good. drag the missing item into the shelf. You know, like uh, no, maybe even like, the, you remember like those browser-based like Nickelodeon games or cartoon? Yes. Where it was like, help Dora find the keys, and you like you click on the key, and like you found them. That was Detective yeah, Pikachu. Go the yeah,
0: keys that, that was right Detective.
1: Exactly, that was Detective <laughs> Pikachu. I was like, this shit is terrible. so
0: have you played anything interesting Donnie because I only played as Mortal Kombat
1: Kyle the Pug says I tried WD2K23 last Saturday I'm starting to understand your points on it Donnie thank you Yeah, I don't know what happened between 22 and 23 but the gameplay changes that they made which I I might add at least the people on Steam love and I think, like, the diehard wrestling fans, I think they love the changes that they've made. But me, I don't say I'm, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast wrestling game fan. I wouldn't call myself a diehard. Um, yeah, I, I hate them. Like, I absolutely hate them. Like, I was, it was terrible. It was a rough time, um, my first hour with the game.
0: I think, if I remember correctly, I'm, try- I'm trying to see if I remember which one is it. I want to say they made it simplistic, a little bit more simpler to play for twenty
1: three. I don't think that at all. No,
0: oh, I mean it's, it, it is it a come, simple control
1: scheme. The control scheme isn't isn't anything to to really adjust to. I'm it's fine, to it. but it was um, like the AI. I, the AI was constantly like reversing everything, and there would be periods okay, of the gotcha. game where like I couldn't get a, I couldn't even get a move in.
0: Okay, I got what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like it it would reverse,
1: and then I would get slammed, and then the computer would pick me up. I get slammed again. I get tossed out, and I was like in this constant state of like recovery, for like minutes at a time. And I, I think people uh, uh, think that's fun because like it makes the Meltzer star rating better. But I was like, but I like my wrestling games to be are more arcadey. You know, I'm not looking for simulation. Like, let me script a match out and that type of thing.
0: This is very important. This. Who do you play as?
1: Um, I mean, that night when I bought it was the night that Bray died. So I played a lot as Bray.
0: Because that very much well affects how, how that works. Because certain characters, you can't count as shit.
1: Well, and, and Kyle says, Bray, if you get knocked down, it's so hard getting back up in the stamina stretch. I generally don't like wrestling games that have a huge focus on a stamina system. That's like, it's kind of like... a. AEW had
0: that problem, too.
1: Yeah, I don't really like that mechanic. I understand why they try to do it, but I'm, it's not, I'm not a fan of it.
0: Yeah, just let me get back up. Just let me wrestle. Right. Like,
1: yeah. Like, if you yeah. want to turn on those enhancements to make it harder or put it in the hard mode or something, fine. But, like, for the rest of the world, man, they just want to wrestle and put on fun matches and do cool moves. You know? like And you're, like, stopping all this from happening. And, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there like, get good, dude. Like I was fine at the game. I didn't lose. I didn't tell you it was. It's not Dark Souls or anything. It's just not fun. It's like it's not moment yeah, to moment. Right. The enjoyment factor goes down for me. If you like that and you're like, oh, it's building the heat and you're building the comeback and the stars and this is how real. Res-, if then buy the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't like any of that. So fuck that game.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, you're right about that. It, it kind of comes off like it's making you not have offense. Yeah. as opposed to it like artificially make you not have offense. And at times, instead of relying on your abilities, at times it felt cheap. Though
1: there were times where I saw the yeah. meter, I felt like I was hitting the buttons, and I still wasn't getting the reversals. Or, or the computer would suddenly just like take her up from the ground. Like I beat his ass for four minutes, and suddenly he's got all this offense out of nowhere. And like it, that type of stuff feels cheap to me. So
0: yeah, it doesn't feel. Natural to you. If you are beating someone's ass in the game, it should be you're beating their ass. It shouldn't be. Like kind of has like rubber banding.
2: Some...
0: Yeah.
1: So, it I like last year's version. I was happy I could get a return. That was the best thing about buying games on Steam. I was like, "Oh, well, this sucks. Give me my money back."
0: There is that window. Let me get my money back.
1: Um. But anyway, that's enough about that game. But Kyle, I am sad that you you are not liking it. But, um. Go yeah. play uh, Battlegrounds. I love Battlegrounds. Super fun.
0: There you go. Battlegrounds is good.
1: Uh, and if you need help with Battlegrounds, I've got a save that you can just download and install it and it just unlock all the characters. <laughs> so you don't have to fight through that and try to do the that is the best option. The gold and everything. Like, no, nah, I would just unlock everything from the start. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't, don't do all that extra stuff.
1: I'm shit. so happy That's that I've tough, adopted tough to PC. Fun. Do you hear me? <laughs> like five years ago, me would sound very yeah. different.
0: That is one of the advantages of PC. Like, nah, I I gotta I'm like, do man, I didn't hack shit.
1: my save file. I'm not doing any of this. Just unlock everything. Let me beat the hell out of fools. Um, yes. Yeah, I have played some things, but before I talk about them, you said you hadn't played anything?
0: I played Mortal Kombat, but not enough to talk about it. Okay. And I, I, I some, will tell this interesting play story. Play some Starfield? Because I had a rough day. Not nah, I didn't play that. <laughs> I, had a, I had a rough day because I've been busy as shit. <laughs> like, really? Today? It's been a day. like um, I, Oh, I can tell you this. You might be interested. Sis. I watched um, things called Talk To Me.
1: Did oh, I, I saw that it's now out on video on demand. My wife and I were going to watch it. it was, I was torn. I was standing there and I was thinking to myself, because right now you have to buy it. You can't rent I bought it. it. You have to buy it. Yes. And if I could have rented it, I would have watched it. But the buying part, like I want to wait to rent it because my issue is if I love it, then I'm going to want to buy the DVD or the Blu-ray. Like I'm going to buy a physical if I love it. Right. So like with movies like that, I kind of want to, I want to rent them first, see if I like them and then decide to buy the other thing. Cause if I buy the digital version, then I won't buy the Blu-ray until it's like dirt cheap. Cause I feel like I've already bought, bought the movie.
0: Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, yeah, I did. I liked it a lot. I think it's a well thought out. Kind of I mean, it's like, story.
1: it's like horror movie of the year by most outlets that I
0: follow. Has this been a year where you, you think there's been some competition?
1: Not really. I don't think this has
0: been a particularly yeah, great year thinking. for horror movies. Yeah. yeah I don't <laughs> think it's been a great year, but out of a year that I haven't thought it's been great, this kind of stands out a lot. Like I watched it, and after I finished like that was pretty good. I'd watch that again. Do you want to do decade of horror with us this year? I'm down. I've watched Lord knows I've watched enough movies, horrible movies okay. this year.
1: We're gonna do it at the end of the I, month, but I mean I don't wanna if Lucas is in, we'll do it with just Lucas. I don't wanna do a four person show. But Lucas hasn't done okay. it for a couple of years, and I don't think he's gonna do it. So if he's out, then if you wanna fill the chair, you're more than welcome to.
0: Okay. I think <laughs> I've probably watched like at least ten.
1: I'll let you know the date. The date's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh oh, I've watched. I'm actually really impressed. I'm, I'm ahead of schedule. I'm almost done with all the movies that I oh. had on like my list this year. Um, okay. F- for new releases, I've watched 23 for like this year movies. Okay. And I've watched maybe that many or more of like old movies. So instead of that's watching Talk Good. to Me, we watched Night of the Creeps, which is incredible. And I haven't seen it in some time. Oh, that's
0: a great one. Yeah,
1: so my, my wife and I have been, this year I've been getting way more into like, this year, I like every year I kind of have a theme of what I'm trying to do, but it's not just like, I don't stick to like just a genre, a lot of times I really try to mix it up, I try to do some classic franchises, some new franchises, some spinoffs and things, but this year I've been really leaning into like 70s and 80s, usually like campy movies, uh, exploitation movies, we watch a Blackula Last week we had a lot of fun doing that. We watched Texas Chainsaw Two okay. this year, which she had she was not prepared for Texas Chainsaw 2. Uh, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I told her I was, like,
1: experience. I was like Yeah, I was like, You're you're gonna this is gonna blow your mind when you see who pops up on screen here in a few minutes. <laughs> We've had a lot of fun um, watching and, and and this has been good too, because I feel like for the last few years doing decade of horror, I've been focused so much on like the year, like the new releases that I've been feeling like this long years long craving to go backwards. Like I love horror movies cause I like watching the old horror movies, usually more than the new ones anyway. So this year I'm kind of letting all that out. That's why I got started on my hoovie, my horror movie bench so early. Um, I do want to see talk that to me sense. before we do the podcast. Like that's the one, like there's right. a lot of them that I want to see before the podcast, but like if I don't get to the nun too Right? Like uh, it'll be fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like I don't, I don't care about that, that one. That,
1: too, so I can't. that one I've gotta see before we get before we jump on the show.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of all the ones that came out this year that I watched that that, that are mainstream. Like you know, I watched did I watch the, of course I won't. I
1: watched the blackening and I did not like it at all. I enjoyed it. Mm.
0: Only thing about it I, I didn't like was it's not really scary.
1: It's not my worst movie it's, of the year. It's just kinda it just kinda is. Like it's just kind of it's, Right down the road.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's scary. I, I thought it would have it, it, been sati- a bit
1: more clever with its premise and setup. I thought they would have done a little bit more with it, and to, I just think they did exactly like if you had written, if you wrote that movie in 1980, it would have been the same movie. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like, this is just, you're correct, so straight down the line, <laughs> general
0: head. If it was a Kenan and Ivy Wayans movie, it would have been the same movie. Nothing. Hundred really percent. And I think, and, and, that, that, and I think, and I think that's the problem with it. I don't I think it lived it. up to the trailer. But,
1: the trailer made it. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great." And the trailer, this is a, the trailer was better than the movie. Yeah,
0: I, I I thought it was good, but my my problem, shoot, I don't want to say it without spoiling it. My problem was that if you saw the tagline, you kind of can figure out what was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't need surprises, <laughs> like, but like with a movie like this, I wanted it to be a little clever, be a little smart, be a little surprising, and it just yeah. never was.
3: The hell are yeah. y'all talking about? That we're talking desperate. about the blackening. The blackening.
1: The horror movie. We're talking about horror movies. We've gotten off on the oh, tangent. So this whole show's X- apart. This
3: is XP, basically. I've walked into an episode of PS. Pretty much. Except we're
1: like, talking about, about, about actual it. movies and not like the green arrow on WB or yes. you know, whatever it is.
0: Yes. In yeah, Canada.
1: Much, yeah. much okay. more Television superhero show.
0: I got I got invited on another PSVG podcast, Dave. So there, there you go. <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah, We're in decade I regret
0: every PSV oh, podcast yeah.
2: this year. The yeah. Of horror. Uh, yeah. Horror.
1: We got to get off the decade of horror. We can save that for decade of horror. Listeners, if you have no idea yeah. what decade of horror is, we'll release it. It'll be on the main feed. And um, if you like scary Great movies, series. you can listen to it. Give us a couple. I don't even know if no, not even a couple weeks.
0: Give us like a week and a half. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming up soon one of the best things psvg does in my thank opinion. you my it is opinion. the least
1: listened to thing that we do which shouldn't be a surprise but it I, a, I, as i've always put it <laughs> sean and i have talked about it on sweet hangs a few times i feel like decade of horror is like the most donny thing that i've done like it's got so much yes. of like me and my heart and soul it's like i feel like the most equipped person that's like my best fit on a podcast. It just so happens to be one that nobody cares to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> I think
3: it has a following. Yeah, we had like a, a whole
1: production Oh god, that thing got like seventy listens. <laughs> not even like not even. It's, a niche. it's
3: it's a niche following. It's very it very what it's supposed to,
0: but
1: it's yeah. fun. And you I just got to find it.
3: that horror crowd that likes it.
0: I look forward mm-hmm. to it
1: every year with Josh and I. It is definitely something that. Yeah. I look forward to you. I'm I'm excited. But we'll do that uh, next week. So if you're out there if you're interested. But back to video games. Yeah. I have played some video I have
0: games. a funny story. Oh, good. I'll tell let me tell you this funny <laughs> story before you get to this. So my um And welcome, Dev. My my kitchen sink <laughs> pipe broke. Uh oh, just like me. <laughs> so this whole time I had How to go to Home. Have a funny story? Yeah. There's, so there's I, nothing funny about i I'm, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it because, you know, I had to go to Home Depot and get the parts and stuff. But before I parts he needs flex seal. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually had to buy a pipe. Slap, I wish slap. It was flex seal. Just <laughs> it on there. <laughs> I actually, go buy new parts. So, as I'm getting getting ready to do this stuff, right? I just watch my son. He's up to some shit because he's like he's cleaning my Vitas and stuff like that. He's like Uh-oh. cleaning my like my Lock your my, shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. why, why are you doing that? Oh, I just want to keep it clean. I want to keep it clean, bro. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah,
2: so he's so then he
0: just So there. he no. just sits there and stares at me. He's looking at me. who's a parent knows him.
2: if your mm-hmm. kid is just
0: staring at you <laughs> for no reason at all, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Stop you staring do? at me. What did you do? He's like, I want to ask you something, but I don't want to ask you. He's like, ask me the goddamn thing you want to ask me. He's like, can I hack your Vita? Yeah. Like, it's not yours. Oh, <laughs> no. Let I him
1: hack the damn Vita.
0: No, no. I'm going to get to that. He said, yeah, let me hack. I said, go ahead. So, I go to Home Depot. I get back from Home Depot. He found the Vita in the garbage disposal? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> the Vita's with broke pipes. I, <laughs> I, I get back from Home Depot, and he's just staring at me. He like at the door staring at me. Like, did you just sit there waiting for me at the door? Like, no, I, I hacked it really fast, like in five minutes. Like, oh, thank you for hacking my Vita. I'll, I'll take it and go play it now. And he's like, he just stares at me like, he's staring at me like, you hacked it because you want the Vita, do not you? Yes. So, well, well, good luck with that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: it's good to have dreams, son. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everybody needs something thinking, like. to aspire to, something to attain. It's good for you.
0: Yes, because I have two. I have an OLED one. Damn, the, you the can't have model. one, you have two? <laughs> that puts you in a whole I different think light. On the, Damn, baller. The, the the original model I Man's have... Man's like, I have six the, the, in all different colors. You
1: can't fucking touch one.
0: <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> uh, the the older one I have, I think the, the stick doesn't work on it. One of the sticks doesn't work on it.
2: Mm, so okay, that's why I have the sense. other one.
0: But he he's smart enough to know, let me hack the other one. Oh yeah. Like the like the, the newer model. Sure. <laughs> like this this little kid right here. This if he dude, had any sticky
3: he, he would have tried to fix it. Like, let me yeah. fix the stick. Let
0: me fix the one with the stick. Yeah. If he'd have fixed the broken one, <laughs> I would have like, ah, yeah. But he 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 just goes out and gets the, the brand new one. <laughs> like sure. the one with the external memory and all that stuff. Like, yeah, you're doing this wrong. This is not how you con
3: your dad. <laughs> not at all. Not at all.
1: Yes. Yeah, you got to get hey, the... Go, but I'm quite sure I fixed I-
3: the broken one. Can I go ahead and hack it?
0: Yeah. If he would have said that, he, I'm like, yeah, you can have it. Go ahead. There you go. Thank you hey, you fix- got to
1: hack it. You got to fix it and you got to hack it. You got to put the micro SD card in it and then hack all the games. Beautiful little system. Yeah. If only somebody like we need to swap it out with like a, a new launcher. I hate the Vita OS so much. It sucks.
3: The Vita OS is trash. It's, it's so terrible. Oh, let me tell you, my my it's favorite part so, of this whole thing.
1: So terrible. I don't know who came up with that idea.
0: <laughs> <These> stupid <laughs> bubbles and shit. Like, this is egregious. It is bad. It's, the worst. <laughs> it's so bad. Let me tell you my, my favorite part of this. This is how I know he wanted it. He hacked it, right? Then he changed my home screen to Persona 5. I'm like, I didn't want that shit. Because <laughs> it's his favorite game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I didn't want that. Why did you do that? That's not my favorite game. That's your favorite game.
1: <laughs> I would love to see You're Sony the take on a Vita 2 concept today. With like as much as portable gaming has it, come, with their software prowess, I would love to see them take it on. Incredible. They
0: have it already. What is, what is it called? The PlayStation? What, that's the that ain't there. What you call it? PlayStation Portal <laughs> System. The Portal, that's right. I was going to call it the Q. Other...
1: I think Q is a better name than Portal.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: He was definitely PlayStation and Portal. People were like, "Get it, Portal Bull? Portal Like, yeah, we get it. It's not that clever. That's it's pretty not stupid.
3: even what they were thinking. Mm, yeah, they weren't thinking portable. <clears> yeah. Bull.
1: They were thinking this. The portal portal to your PS5. PS5. Yeah, it's even yeah, there, there, still
0: there's, dumb. There's a, a question about dumb shit that Xbox does later in this episode. Let's watch some of the dumb shit that PlayStation does. Like <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb as fuck. <laughs> this is okay, what we have be, for a PlayStation. It, it, it's gonna be a
1: long show. Let's get let's get move on. Dev, yes. you playing anything? No. Okay. Uh, of course. I have I've played a lot of games this week. I'm on vacation, so I'm having a, a fun vacation. I'm putting vacation up my Halloween decor, money. and uh, yeah, I had a great I had a great day uh, Monday when we kicked off the vacation, like the real vacation. Um, honestly, I started the day the best way you could possibly start it, and we'll just leave it at that. I think you can <laughs> fill in the blanks there. And then my uh, wife my and I, delight. we took the Roadrunner up to a different city. We wanted to go out on a drive. It's nice weather here, so it's like like low 70s right now. with The breeze took T-tops off. We're going to take the Roadrunner out and go get lunch, go shopping and all that. And wouldn't you know it, as it always happens when I go on vacation, we go to a park. Damn, coolant is bubbling. Every Damn, fan belt came off. thought I was going to huh. have to tow the Roadrunner back home and like get an Uber. So I was like, why does this always happen to me when I go on vacation? Why can't I just go have a good day? Luckily for me, a guy walked by, happened to love the car. Oh, by the way, side side tangent. I've never had so many people love the car. I was we went and got lunch. Everybody was people just stopping to take pictures. I, I may have had a hundred people tell me something about the car. I had somebody come out, somebody wow. used to have one. It, yeah, it was kind of weird. That's cool. My car in the next city over is a big deal. <laughs> In my city, my car is like a three. In that city, the car is a nine. <laughs> like, there you go. A big deal over there. Um, but the guy walked by. He's taking a look at it. I've got the hood popped. And I'm like, yeah, the fan belt came off. I normally don't carry tools with me because I normally don't drive the car like very far away uh, from home. Right? So I'm always kind of within distance of my shop. Um, And he's like, well, we just happen to have a shop like literally across the block, like just walk across the street. So I walk over there. I'm like, hey, dude, the fan belt came off. Like, can you put it back on? And yeah, we, we drove over there. He took the alternator down, put it back on, got it all set. The belt was fine. And, um, but he did tell me he was like, hey, he's like, you know, like your carburetor could be tuned a little better. I was like, oh, shots fired at my shop. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, we can tune a little bit better. So I'm going to go back actually tomorrow oh. and get carburetor tuned. And he was telling me some other things that I should keep on hand and things. So I'm going to go and just kind of, hang out and meet this guy and let him tune the carb tomorrow. So I'm going to take it back out.
0: Is that like cheating?
1: It feels that way a little bit.
2: <laughs> feel like mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm
1: going to go back to the shop and like turn the key and it cranks up and they're going to be like, who's touching your car? You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> um, so I had a lot of fun doing that. I'm now on my way to doing uh, my Halloween decorations. That's what I got started on today, which I made an egregious error. Um, I wanted to do something different this year, and I've been thinking about doing something different for a while now because my daughter's about to leave. My daughter does all the lights, like all of the, uh, like the, like the Christmas type lights that we wrap around the porch and stuff like that. Okay. I'm never gonna do it without her. Like I'm not. Like I'm just not gonna do it. It's just too much work. I'm like, no, I'm not doing all that. So I've been trying to think of like other ways to decorate the porch without that. And I came up with this idea. I've never even seen other people do it, although I'm sure they do. I was like, I'm just going to put streamers on it. It'll look really cool. We'll do a bunch of streamers in like purple, black, and orange. And like when the wind blows, they'll move and stuff. And when I do the fog machine and the other lights, like it'll look really cool. It then dawned on me after I put them all up. And they do look cool, by the way. If anybody wants to go in the Discord, you can see it. Um, <laughs> they look great until it rains. Oh, then it's just going to become a nasty mess. They're going to fall yeah. off. They're going to crumble yeah. and stick together and be in there. I was like, this isn't going to work. Like, you didn't think this one through. Yeah, I didn't think this <laughs> one through. Um, so I have then I have since gone out and I was t- talking to my daughter while she was hanging up other lights and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we could like just wrap the porch in like a like a vinyl, like a tapestry or something, and just kind of like almost like a wrestling ring apron, just like wrap the bottom of the porch in something, and I. Don't think that they make things specifically for that, but they do make like garage door covers, which are more or less the same kind of idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I bought four of them uh, today, and I will test them out when they arrive. And I think I'll take the streamers down. So
0: this man does, does not it go rain that with
1: much
3: Asia. around yes! in October? I'm sorry. I said, does it rain that much in October?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Really? Yes,
3: very mm-hmm. much so. Look, I live in. The place where it does not rain. So then you'll have like eight know. feet
1: of snow or some shit.
0: Not
3: and where I like live. a
1: volcano and an earthquake.
3: Yeah, it never rains in Southern I, California. Not where I live.
0: <laughs> There's a song about that. See you when I get there.
1: Um. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm excited about that. I am playing a bunch of games. So this weekend, uh, we're watching football with Jack. um Sucked. I don't want to talk about Browns. <laughs> <That was a> <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> terrible experience. Um, but watching the football game all day on Saturday. My in laws are here. I'm having to play host, uh, which was a, its own thing, by the way. That was, yeah. Nathan she left me here land. taking grenades, left me by myself she with left her band, you? Left me, um, which well, was wow. fun. Her rentals? And I had to listen to, to her dad say some outlandish. It was so funny. We were talking about Colorado. We'll talk about when we get to Colorado later. Um. So I'm sitting on the couch. Jack is playing Retro Bowl, and he's like, I wish these teams, had, like, I wish the college teams were in Retro Bowl. And I was like, well, there's a team editor. You can just change all the teams. You can do it yourself. He's like, really? Yeah. I showed it to him. And he sat there all day and changed all of the teams in Retro Bowl to college football teams.
0: That is your son.
1: He changed every uniform, <laughs> every one. helmet, all the short names, all the abbreviations, everything. Went through and changed the team colors, so the crowd and the field matches and everything. And then he started playing it, and I was like, I'm gonna need you to back that save up to my Switch. And uh, then I started playing I'm like guys, this is gonna be a problem. I have NCAA like retro bowl <laughs> football on the go, and I have played like three seasons of Retro Bowl since. Like, this is highly addictive.
0: That's <laughs> so awesome.
1: We're having a lot of fun with that. And then uh, if you guys didn't see yesterday was announced that BitTrip Rerunner was released. This is um BitTrip Runner remade. So like a remake of BitTrip Runner with a bunch of new mechanics that they've added to the game. And oh. they added a rerunner or runner editor. So it's like a Mario maker. You can design your own levels thing they added to it for $20. 20% off launch exp- thing. I had to get it. I love the runner series. That's a good deal. I was planning on the ally. And, and so and lucky me. You remember maybe a month or two ago I stashed up a bunch of Credit for Call of Duty and stuff, and I think you helped me. All we exchanged right, PSN up. codes, yes, on. we did. I had fourteen ninety nine left from all the purchases that I made, so I didn't pay anything for Runner. I was just like, Here, just make it.
0: enough,
1: yep, just enough to cover it. And uh, I was playing it earlier today, and it's it's great. I was playing on, on the Ally, and um, and I love it. So, if anybody out there likes Runner, uh, I've played Runner 2 or Runner 3 or any of the bit trip games from like the WiiWare, uh, if you didn't hear, Bit BitTrip Rerunner is available, I believe, PC only at the moment. I'm sure it'll oh. show up on switching consoles at some point, but right now you can only Very soon. Yep. So, that's my rundown of how the week was. You guys ready to kick it in
2: gear?
3: Let's go. Let's go.
2: <laughs> in honor of Halloween. Goddamn half-famous I'm or whatever, it don't matter to me because I'm about dead anyway, so what I give a shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Do you need a second look at that?
3: That was <laughs> 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 Nonsense.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> we didn't talk about the state of play last week because it was the day after we recorded, so will give you a recap. Helldivers 2 has been delayed to February 8th. Final Fantasy Rebirth will come out on February 29th. There was a new Spider-Man trailer, and then we had the uh, preview embargoes start to lift. Uh, newsflash. Spoiler. Everybody loves it. Everybody's going to love it. The game is going to be huge
3: went gold uh, today
1: there you go yeah. resident evil four separate ways dlc uh, is out now uh, right or is that tomorrow that's tomorrow uh, tomorrow. Out tomorrow i never played that i was never really interested in that do you is it fun have you played it well it's not out yet it comes out tomorrow no no have, did you play it the first time i don't think i did
0: i don't remember it being a thing
1: so it's I like don't that you play as so like when you're playing the campaign in Resident Evil 4, there are all these times where like something happens and you can tell that like, somebody's helping. Ada, right? Yeah. So like with this, you play as Ada and you're doing those moments where she helps out. And I just I was just never interested in it. I've never heard anybody be like, You gotta play it. I was I've never done it. I don't so.
0: remember this thing at all. I, I remember you can play as Ada, but I remember it called being called separate ways.
1: Mm. This this is surprising. Tales of Arise is getting an expansion called Beyond the Dawn and it's out November 9th. I never thought oh. we'd hear about that game again. When did that game come out like 2 years ago?
3: I have no I think idea so. what the game
0: that is. It's
1: been a while, Maybe right? a
0: year a year and a half ago?
1: I was like, "Wow." So, you got that, there was an Avatar Frontiers of Pandora trailer. 2020,
0: 2020 Tales of Arise.
1: 2020, 3 years ago. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if Avatar comes to Game Pass, I might try it.
3: I'm not sure. Yeah, I that mean, it's, it's Avatar of <laughs> Far Cry, basically. It looks like, like my sort of game. I just
1: don't, I'm not interested in the characters, the setting at all. But maybe, yeah. maybe it's like Fuck a gateway that. drug. Maybe it gets me into it. I don't think so.
3: I mean, no, if you want to play a, a Far Cry with blue aliens, yeah.
1: I really don't. Uh, Baby Steps was shown, the Devolver game. Um, I wrote this, what did this down? I, I copied and pasted this from Article. I don't know what this is.
3: Maybe the new colors of the. Well, I've got the, the colors head. here. Oh, I don't know what the anyway, is. I'm going
1: to pass on that. Um, Foam Stars open beta uh, begins September 29th through October 1st. Why? If you want to nope. get in early on that, you can go around Why? and splish, splash yeah. while you're taking a bath. Uh, and then PlayStation announced the Deep Earth collection of DualSense controllers and PS5 shells. They will come in volcanic red, cobalt blue, and sterling silver.
0: Nope. Not I'm good on that. Okay. That was your good recap. on all that. All right, get on so
3: that let's, whole damn state of play.
0: Let's get to the good news. The news uh, how, that everybody wants to hear about. How was PlayStation
1: Land after this? Were Wait. they excited? Because remember, well, remember, I remember when the thing happened. Because I've been kind of in and out of the Discord on my vacation. I've been really good. I told you I wasn't going to type. Outside of these notes, I haven't typed anything all week long. Um. But I don't think that was what like people uh, people want like to know what first party's doing, right?
3: Yeah, I don't think anybody really cared about yeah. this data to play. It just kind of came and went. Stingray X because there was some VR yeah, stuff, but yeah, nobody. It was just like okay, we got a date for Hell we <coughs> got a date for Final Fantasy. Okay,
1: any see? chance they have TGS stuff or was this the, the it's TGS? About
3: Final stuff? Fantasy. That's about it, really. I mean, yeah, we there might be something. Final has Fantasy has and
0: Spider Man.
1: Final Fantasy was a big
3: deal. Yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, Spider-Man definitely. got some more stuff, but that was really it. I, I think for Hell Divers.
1: All of this like anxious, this anxiety over PlayStation first party and what they're doing and all that. I like, think all of that goes right out the window as soon as PlayStation releases, and nobody cares for at least like exactly. at least like what four to six weeks before people yeah. start drumming that up again. I don't care. They're very like
3: Spider Man coming. Who gives a shit?
1: They're very in like that Nintendo realm where they can just go, they can just kind of coast from like release to the next release to the next release. They don't have to like win you over by showing you three years of plans. Yep. Speaking of showing three years of plans and what possibly is the greatest, (laughs) biggest leak in the history of video games, I mean, it's got to be Microsoft has uploaded, um, all of their future plans, essentially, at least um, as they stood two to three years ago. So they're trying to c- conclude this filing with the FTC while they wait for the CMA approval. And they, I guess they had to upload some documents. So they uploaded a document that had a PDF um, to a portal. And apparently that portal was made publicly. And as I understand it, there was a link to like a OneDrive, like a shared drive, an Azure drive maybe in that PDF that was unrestricted and when you clicked on that you got access to like everything they filed on behalf of the court. So some of it's redacted but a lot of it isn't. And when I mean everything, I mean everything. We're talking like what Game Pass games cost for them to make, their future plans on hardware, their future plans on software. Basically, Bethesda's Roadmap was leaked. Like the yeah. internet knows all of these things. Um, it's wild. I, I You're feel Microsoft. you kind of invented this shit. How do you fuck this up? It's just a. It's just got to be a personal oversight by like a paralegal or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's this legal. Is, like this is like, like Phil Windows. Spencer isn't uploading has, the documents. This is
3: a virus. This is a virus on Windows. This is basically what it boils down to. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, nice. this is bad. I've seen uh, more places people talk about this than anything else.
1: Oh, the PlayStation people seem to have a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> it's, it's strange yes. how this gets going and all of a sudden they everybody... They don't to
0: talk about their state of play. <laughs> 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 they talk... Like, fuck that state of play. Let's talk about this shit.
1: <laughs> um, we have a lot of things to read. Um, so I'll do this section by section and we'll stop. So the first thing that I wrote down, and I did not cover everything. I think I got like the heavy hitter. So we're going to hit treetops here. So there's a new controller coming. Its code name is Sebil. Sebel. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yes, Sebel. And and it's a new controller that will feature direct to cloud interface as well as an improved Xbox Wireless 2 connection, as well as Bluetooth 5.2. Um, it's set to be announced at some point next year. Although I've seen people speculate it could be announced this year. Uh should cost $69.99. Might, well. Might
3: as well drop it now.
1: Fuck it. It includes yeah, okay. an accelerometer. Might as well which will let you like pick up the game pad and i guess it'll turn on or wake up. I have seen people report that it has gyro. In the briefs that i was reading, there's no mention of gyro. I think people are seeing the accelerator and they're thinking gyro. And i could be wrong. There could be gyro, but i didn't see anything that actually said you can like motion aim with the controller. So, yeah, that'd I don't know. be weird. I mean like doesn't yeah. i think the doesn't the PlayStation controller have gyro?
3: Not anymore, I don't think.
1: I know the Switch does. I thought the DualSense had know. gyro. I thought that was a thing.
3: I, I think the the it original might. one on like PS3 had that. I don't think it has it. Mm, okay. This one, the DualSense.
1: Microsoft also lists precision haptic feedback as well as VCA haptics double S speakers on the controller.
3: So borrowing so from. are making the Xbox DualSense.
1: Pretty much, just like DualSense yeah. made the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> It looks like they're going to jump on the haptics bandwagon and uh, and do the same thing that the other folks are doing as well. In a break from convention, they will feature a rechargeable and swappable battery as well as modular thumbsticks. So we so can finally put to rest this internal versus batteries versus external thing. And yeah. we can just, they're going to do the same yeah, thing. To
3: we're too. not going to have the problem that the DualSense has with the short battery life. We'll just put a new battery Make your own battery life.
1: Um, yeah. It'll feature a, it features based on the, the graphic that was shown. And there's like a full marketing demo. We don't know this to be, again, this is two years old at best. So plans change, but it will feature a two-tone white and black scheme that's horizontal. So it kind of looks like the controller kind of has pants, like on the thumb grips, like the thumb grips are black while the top of the controller is white. And my immediate reaction yes. was, this is hideous.
3: The Xbox has um, pants. Yes. The yeah, for pants the pants
1: Patreon draw. podcast. we you know, like, well, there's an obvious marketing tie yes. in here.
0: Xbox Sean Capris. There you yep. go. Uh,
1: um, so I want to stop. We'll just talk about the controller. Um, a direct cloud interface is intriguing. I, like, I'm interested in knowing, like, how much of an improvement that is. Is it noticeable? I'm not in the market for another Xbox controller. And haptics are nothing to me. Like, I do, I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I just turn them off. So I'm I would say I'm never I would never say never because I love buying controllers. I buy all controllers. So I think I'll probably get one one day, but I, I will wait probably for a special edition controller before I even give it a try. Yeah.
3: That's okay, Ryan. So as soon as when there's there. a gears one, you're gonna get it.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like when yes. they have something like that, I'll get one. But this design is
0: Can you imagine ugly. the hapsit on that chainsaw?
1: I'm not doing any <sighs> that. I hope they allow us to at least disable it. I've disabled all that. I turn all that shit off on my Switch. I had it on my PlayStation. Just, I, just,
3: I love the haptics. Like I know you do. So the DualSense, like when you use it with, uh, in order to get the, like the PlayStation prompts on Steam, it completely fucks up all of the actual rumble in the controller. So I'll be playing Destiny and shooting a gun, and eventually the gun, like the the, the motor, just kind of cuts out. It's so annoying. I hate that because it just doesn't feel right when you're shooting a gun and you're used to the rumble and then it's just not there. It's just fucking weird, man.
1: Mathman says, "I just wanted to hop in and say that I love the show. I don't watch it live, um, so that I have something to look forward to on Thursday. Keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Thank Thanks you for man, listening. Man, we
3: appreciate Thank. that.
1: I, I, yeah, no, I know you like them, and I'm not even saying that they're bad. It's just, it just doesn't do a whole lot for me. Like I've gotten, not I think I'm thing. just kind of, I'm like over rumble in general." Like to me, it's like all of them. Like, just turn it off. I just want to play the game. Just let me hold my controller
3: and just play the game. I don't have to play a game without rumble anymore. Really? It just doesn't feel right. I I find sometimes I'll get into
1: some games, and it's one of those things where sometimes like I wouldn't notice it, so I don't care. But sometimes I would get into a game where it would rumble when it wasn't supposed to, and I'd just be like, "Oh my god, just fucking turn this off." (laughs) <laughs> and it really bothered me. I think the reason they're doing it is for PC. I think that's the only reason they're doing this. I think they're doing this to be feature complete so that they continue to be like the go-to controller in the PC space. I think that's why they're adopting a lot of this stuff. And this shouldn't come as a surprise. Okay. Phil has alluded to this several times over the years that they were going to change the controller in some way. I also generally don't like the look of the controller. Like it changes. The mold is changed. It's not an Xbox controller like it's a different look it's more it looks more like a playstation controller than the traditional xbox controller the sticks are still split but like it still has like that grip horizontal kind of look and it might be the color scheme playing tricks on my eyes um but it looks it gives me more of that shape in my mind hmm. um like if you were
3: just xbox controller and for that reason i was out
1: mm, okay <laughs> i think they said the buttons are quieter never again i've never had a
3: problem Who the with hell cares about quiet buttons
1: dev you'll i don't know if you'll be surprised you won't be surprised yep. but I, I don't know if you'll be uh happy to hear that i play most of these days with a wire controller anyway as you should so i've you i've moved it. over to the wire controller <laughs> some time ago and i play i have an 8-bit doe
2: mm-hmm.
1: ultimate wireless controller and this is what i play with most of the times and i disabled rumble in the software like at the controller level like I never want this thing to shake
2: ever. <laughs> so you're playing
3: <laughs> so you play like this is the early 90s. <laughs> like I you know, mean, SNES. That's how I do. It's always wired. The reason that I
1: went that way is because um, with my fancier controllers, a lot of times I, like, I just didn't want to use them. Like they're on display mm-hmm. and things. I did not want to mess with them. But jumping from launcher to launcher with Steam, I always encounter like yeah. controller jank. Right where mm-hmm. Steam is That's running in the good. background and it sees your controller, but then maybe like the computer sees your controller but doesn't treat it like a controller, treats like a device. Yep. And I was like, "Fuck thing. it!" Again, like the Rumble, just plug it in. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, I just want it to work when I press the damn button. <laughs> yep.
3: That's exactly why That is am constantly plugged in. I don't ever, I don't ever try to play with the Mars because it just doesn't fucking work. Doesn't yeah. work the way it's supposed If to. you're
1: hopping from game to game like I do, from launcher to launcher, you will encounter issues. Um moving on to consoles. So, codename Brooklyn is a revision to the Xbox Series X. Um at the time of the leaked presentation was made, uh it was scheduled to arrive in 2024. Um this is an all digital device which has caused a shitstorm. It will feature 2 terabyte of storage. It will feature a die shrink. Um so no power increase, but it should be more efficient. Um, Mm -hmm. it's more eco-friendly, it's uh, less power hungry, Uh, it'll come with the new controller, obviously, and it has a tube cylinder type of design, looks a lot like your Echo or Alexa
3: speaker. It looks like the Mac trash can.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good call. I also, I, I don't mind, I guess, the shape of it, it's not, I've always wanted a, like a, an Xbox Series X, like cut in half. Like literally at the top, just make it shorter, but like keep the yeah, same square, like the same cube. I like the design. Um, so this is doesn't appeal to me, design wise. Um,
0: I thought it looked cool, personally.
1: You like it? I think yeah. I think some. I think there will be. Like, yeah. It looks techy. I give it that. It just looks techy. Yes, it's kind it looks of what, very slick.
3: It looks yeah, like a what, speaker or a Wi-Fi adapter. No, it looks like it doesn't look like a console at all.
1: It'll totally it. just fade into your entertainment system. It is completely exactly. unnoticeable. I like yeah. it. It's fucking ugly. I dig it. It's got a front-forward oh, go. USB-C. Um, it'll feature Bluetooth 5.2 as well as the Xbox Wireless support. Um, but a new one is Wi-Fi 6E support. So, you know. More digital, more cloud, uh, more... So more I guess stuff. That just means...
3: It just faster means Wi-Fi. Better, Wi-Fi. faster Wi-Fi, which you shouldn't yeah. be using... If your router can support fucking it. Place. Right. That's the other thing. You yeah. need to have a router that actually supports that. Just plug the fucker in.
1: Yeah, I plug mine in. Um, so a lot like has been said it. about this. So let's bring this up now. Um, let's start at the top, dude. People were big mad that they were releasing an all-digital console. Everybody's just like, this is the that's end of the, the physical age... And yeah, that's what people are mad about. People are big mad that it's a digital console.
3: People that keep buying physical huh. games—if it's not a Switch game—get the fuck over and stop buying physical mm-hmm. games. I mean,
1: stop it, stop it. I'm gonna say something, and it's not meant to sound as fanboy as it is. Why weren't people still outraged when PlayStation released a digital console?
3: Because they also had the, the other one. But so they do we. Disc. We have but one now. Is I have one. Just the better one.
1: But it's not really better. It's the same thing. It's a revision.
3: It's two terabytes. It's better, faster, stronger. Okay.
1: Okay. You know? And that yeah. that means that that's the
3: end of the physical age? Smaller. Apparently. That yeah, means so it's so the end.
1: I can't imagine that. Like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Also, A-O-E. Also, it's been proven <laughs> <A-O-E-W>. that <laughs> Xbox's customer Glad base are more adoptive of digital than the other consoles. Most fuck of their you stuff know, what the fuck is you're digital. You're,
0: for? you're playing Game Pass. They're doing yeah. Game Pass <laughs> Exactly. exactly.
3: All like, are digital anyway.
1: Of all of the people yeah. to go digital, Xbox is undoubtedly the one that would and should. One. <laughs> and people, yeah. I do, people are big mad about a digital console. The and only, I can't believe it because they're, like, they're like, they're like, they're ga- exactly. We, we talk about how Xbox physical <laughs> games are tanking. You, Nobody
2: you buys them. Game. The fuck are on game
3: it doesn't are make these any people sense. Mad because now they can't play their Xbox enhanced old ass 360 games. Just buy them on the store. Some, aren't yeah. some of them not available. They're in game. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, don't don't know. I guess
1: Red Dead. Maybe if you have a copy of Red Dead, you Probably. can't play it, you know, if Wasn't all there the a game?
3: leak that said that they're probably releasing a next-gen patch for Red Dead anyway?
1: Yeah, there will be a next-gen. That's on here somewhere in this yeah. N- yeah. myriad of notes that I took. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we talked about the design. We talked about being all digital. Um, it has the new controller. I would like to see that controller in all black, especially because the console's in all black. It's weird. Yes. Console's in all black. Here's your white and black controller. Like, I'm yeah, kind really of hoping... Equality. I'm kind of hoping that the white and black <laughs> controller is kind of like... <laughs> that's ridiculous i'm hoping that the white and black controller is like just marketing promo and that they're what they're trying to show is that the controller can come in black or white so if you have like a series s it comes white if it comes if you have the series x it comes
0: white no, we don't like that oh
1: okay sorry um i'm not interested in another console
3: yeah, especially I not think it looks when cool. it's not better. It's not, not living really any no. better. It's not better. It has Are you going to get one? Storage.
1: of course you're going to get
3: one No, you're absolutely gonna not. Get uh, one. I, he's going to get one. No. Over under, the, Delvin play Cox play the, has the new Xbox within a year of a year bit of a
0: percent bit percent. a little now That doesn't stop you from, stop like, you
3: no. from buying it though a it bit did
1: a little it it did you
0: bit of a little
1: you of a little will of a little bit of a little like, "Hey, trade in your one one and get the one one." bit like well head down to the little
3: yeah, probably. Somehow you <laughs> meet my friend that
1: store. gives me access to games a week early. Buy that ch- yes. shit outside the store. My, my
3: bucket, bucket of chicken. I still play all the games on bucket of, was it rice? Chicken wings and rice. Okay, rice. Got Bucket of rice. Bucket of rice. Chicken wings. to
1: the That sounds like a sweet day, Delvin. New Xbox. Bucket of rice. Chicken
0: wings. You get the new Zelda three weeks early. It's a sweet deal. I didn't. I didn't buy the Atari yet. I plan on someone buying it. before buying it for me for Christmas. I'm not paying for that. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, I have no, I have no interest. Maybe again, just like the controller. If they have a sweet Fable one or something, sure. Yeah. Um.
0: Danny,
3: you're I, you're a PC gamer anyway. I
1: really like. I don't. <laughs> I don't want. And and I will tell you this. I don't want a tube. Like the cir- the cylinder yes, doesn't do anything do. for me. I don't, I don't want that at all. It. No. So.
0: How do you customize that? It's you a little don't. weird.
1: You just wrap it. That's and the You just have like. Just a, wrap I would up. rather have the console wrap for my series x so like, give me that instead of this yep uh, like moving on uh, or, anybody else have anything else to say about the revision for the x oh Absolutely another thing that people are upset about is um phil spencer said that they weren't gonna change somebody asked him recently about half steps and all that and people are mad it's, they're like see he lied to us my take this isn't this, isn't a isn't, this is a revision this isn't yeah. a pro model this is like it's not same. a X enhanced it's it's a slim it's a revision
3: is a version of the slim <laughs> yeah. you think
1: they'll call it like the xbox series c for like cylinder
3: oh god i hope not
1: what are they going to call it the xbox series yeah. tube
3: are they going to call it the xbox yes. series x new or some shit like that something the Steve new series. xbox i always the wanted them series to go x?
1: like to use the series team and then go like x1 x2 x i always wanted them to do
0: that call it xbox classic <laughs> what it doesn't look anything like a classic Oh, new, that makes sense? New Coke. New Coke? That's what they do. They just, they just name it like stupid shit. <laughs> the, Xbox, the Xbox can?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Xbox Series X can.
1: Xbox biscuit roll? Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Xbox dorm room trash can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um,
1: in addition to the X, there's also a revision coming to the S, codenamed Elwood. Again, it'll get all the Wi-Fi connection stuff. It'll get the new controller. Um it'll have the upgraded terabyte hard drive oh, which we've right. already seen right with the new black model. So I'm assuming that this model that that model will just get the new upgraded ones as well and they'll just kind of phase out the new one that they have. Um but also in that in that marketing thing they mentioned when they release the Lwood that they'll make the current series S 199. So like we'll just do a doorbuster oh. on Black Friday we'll sell them for $200 and we'll get rid of stock.
3: Didn't they do that with the? I forget. There was some Xbox that was like 199 It was dirt cheap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the 360 the, the had a Series lot S. of revisions like that. The Series you,
0: S, that's what it was. The yeah.
1: Series S, you can get below 199 if you shop around on Black Friday. Yeah. I saw them at like 169 179
0: Yeah. They're I think incredible. I was, getting, I got a, like, I, I bought like three of them for, for Christmas gifts because they were so cheap. Like, oh, here you go. D Life has Xbox. a call. He says Xbox Man, Series E. Could be that. Why? Stop back. Seriously, probably like ex- eco,
1: ex- energy ex- friendly ex- or something like that. I don't like it. Um, there was an entire plan, a marketing campaign in this leak, talking about their plans for next generation. Um, their plans right now is that they want an ARM 64 CPU paired with an AMD GPU and an MPU to be able to do advanced cloud and AI tactics. Their plan is to leverage AI and cloud to deliver a hybrid cloud console experience features super resolution, frame rate improvements, character dialogue, generation, and more. Microsoft's vision, according to the document, is, and this is, quote, develop a next-generation hybrid game platform capable of leveraging the combined power of the client and cloud to deliver deeper immersion and entirely new classes of game experiences. It'll be optimized for real-time gameplay and creators will enable new levels of performance beyond the capabilities of the client hardware alone.
3: Good
1: for them. Yeah. Um, the MPU like, okay, yeah. <laughs> is interesting. I didn't realize that they were already thinking of that. I want to stress, and I don't think enough people have said that this about this leak. I want to say this. This leak was from two years ago. Do plans change? Yep. Like, this is kind of like a pie in the sky. Like, that is here's, true. here's where our head is at for a decade from now. But, like, who knows what happened? Like, the, by the way, they were planning to release in 2038, is what they were like. Who knows if that becomes the release, and who knows what their head is then. 20, the market changes. I'm sorry,
3: 2028.
1: 20, 20, 28. I, 20, uh... <laughs> I looked down and saw 2030. Um, <laughs> yeah. They also plan to have console customization added to Microsoft Xbox Design Lab to let people create their own consoles and buy them. That's something they wanted to do by 2030.
3: That's cool. It's cool. A truly custom console.
1: It's interesting to see what that they're not, we all know that they're all thinking about next gen, but it's interesting to yeah. see like kind of how they're thinking about next gen. Um, and for the people that are worried about like the cloud thing, like I, I honestly really wouldn't be like, we're already seeing like flight sim do that and stuff. I think that's kind of the future. And by the way, like the hardware that they're specking, like GPU, the AMD 60, like those are super, that's a leap forward. So they're, they're not only trying to go leap forward natively. They're then trying to enhance that even more by leveraging some cloud tasks. And I just think that's... If you're in the tech world, that's just the world. Like, that's just... Yep, the yeah, cloud that's just, is
3: the future.
1: The cloud is the future. Everybody's going to be doing that eventually. Uh, an interesting fa- uh, factoid. As of 2022, 74.8% of Xbox owners, the new consoles, uh, owned Series S, the Series X trailing 25% of the new console base.
3: I would have never guessed Basically, that. Basically, have people their Series S is like their companion to whatever their console they're actually playing on. I would have guessed this for two reasons.
1: Dev nailed it. It's a great secondary console option. If you have a Switch, you can get a Series S. If you have a PlayStation 5, you get a Series S. Also, if you have a Series X, but you want to play it in other bedrooms, you get a Series S. It's also (laughs) the most affordable console. (laughs) So the most affordable console, it's the cheapest way to play Halo and Starfield and all these other things. So I'm not
0: shocked at all. Not even a little even bit, little that, bit. It's, that it's that well, it's outpaces then this the series. Well, goes back X. to your argument earlier about how y'all don't even want you don't even want the one with the disc drive out now. Exactly. So would you even, why would you even fucking care? <laughs> Point well
1: made, Delvin. Yeah. Um. On the games front, there's an entire roadmap for Bethesda released. Um, the citing all, gotta be
3: just sick and tired of these. They people. gotta be. They livid. gotta be so. Pissed.
1: Pete Hines is just so yeah. fucking mad. He's like, <laughs> imagine just chopped his <laughs> desk
3: in half. He's
1: like, I fucking hate it here.
3: <laughs> you don't let us make our games for other systems, then you release our whole <laughs> fucking roadmap. You're just fucking a scien.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Um. So we already knew that an Oblivion remaster was coming, and that was on the leak. So that gives us credibility. Not that I mean, this is all credible. This came from Microsoft. Fallout 3 Remaster is on the list, and that we did not know about. And Now that that's out there, they have to, like, if they they honestly, let's say they moved away from that, they have to make it now, or people will never show up about it. Yeah. At every showcase from here moving forward, you're going to hear the pundits and the leakers and everybody talking about Fallout 3 Remaster. That's a big deal. Um, A surprising idea that I think could possibly... Be changed is they listed a sequel to Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Again, this is interesting from a couple of years ago. I think perhaps I'm not saying I don't know, but I think there's maybe some room here where that maybe that doesn't happen. I'm I'm afraid. Well, the report I'm trying I to get at still going to happen. I'm going to read more of this, but I'm afraid that people see this and they think. Those are absolutely 100% the games that I'm going to get from Bethesda moving forward. And I'm like, don't be so sure.
2: Right. Like,
1: this is an internal document that was never meant to be seen. Games get canceled and moved yes. all the time. Shinji yes. Mikami left Tango. Ghostwire Tokyo didn't particularly sell super well. And Hi Fi Rush did. So, yeah. you know, like, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, if it never shows Do not up.
3: Take this leak as gospel.
1: I wouldn't, yeah. but but that's not going to stop the internet. Changed, pal. The internet will though. Like they already have. They will. Hey, um, I welcome a sequel to Ghostwire you Tokyo. Should. I like Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, so on PC, yeah, yeah, on PC it <laughs> was incredible. It
3: was not great on console.
1: And then they patch it. I think it got a lot better <laughs> on console.
3: They patched it, but it still wasn't great.
1: I think I actually think it got pretty good. I thought uh, they were doing, I like, the ray out. tracing got a thousand times better or something on PlayStation 5 or something. I thought that happened.
0: I won't find out. I'm not going back to that game. Mm. Yeah. I liked it.
1: Nobody. Yeah. Uh, Dishonored 3 apparently doesn't works.
3: That's not surprising. I didn't finish 2, so I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of think it one. is a little surprising. Uh, I, mean, I, I expected it to
1: Most notably, I think one. it's surprising because of what's not on the list. Like, Wolfenstein 3 is not on the list.
3: This is one of yeah. those code names,
1: unless it's one of the code names. But uh, yeah, it could be one of the code names. There is a lot of code names on there that we don't know what they are.
0: Um, Who was working on Indiana Jones?
1: Machine Games, Wolf and So Stein. that was on the list. Machine Games, so that's Wolf probably why. Crew. Yeah. Um, and then Doom Year Zero was listed, and that got me very excited. We've not known what it is doing, yes. and according to this leak, barring the next time we get information, apparently they're working on Doom, which not a surprise, but you know. A new Doom, and that's yeah. awesome. Can't wait.
0: Year Zero, so I'm assuming it's a prequel. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking too. Gotta be a prequel. So, um, yeah. That's uh, Bethesda's apparent roadmap. There's a bunch of other code and project names and things like that as well. Um, Dishonored is beloved, as Haley joins the chat. I mean, I don't mean... Dishonored has a huge amount of fans. Yeah. I don't know, a huge amount of fans. Dishonored oh, has a dedicated amount of fans.
3: Thank you. This is a nice dedicated it, fan. But it base. doesn't sell super well. Yeah.
1: So I was kind of getting the impression. So well enough. You think?
3: I think it does. It does well. Yeah, I think for it sells It'd be a good
1: Game Pass bad. game for sure.
3: Yeah, on Game Pass. Yeah. I think. I think. I
1: mean, like been. a new one, like a day and date Game Pass game one. would be. I think no, that would get, get people, people to. Yeah, we get people in. Probably sell some series S's. Yeah, uh,
3: you gotta wonder. Does that mean it's only going to be on Xbox?
1: Yeah, it's only going all Bethesda's. only going to be on Xbox. I think.
3: The fucking Bethesda. Yeah. See that, oh, son of.
1: Um, that's fine. You You got a PC, man. Absolutely. Um, a list of candidates for day one on Game Pass was shared with projections on how much it would cost. Now, other people have taken this and ran with it too. Again, this was an internal document where they were spitballing how much they think it might cost. Now, I'm sure some of it might have been true, um, but not all of it. So, if you just wanted to get an idea. On the type of money that Xbox has been spending on Game Pass, I think this document is kind of revealing. So to have day one Jedi Survivor, they estimated it would cost $300 million. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, $100 million. Suicide Squad, $100 million. Boy, did they dodge a bullet on that. Um, (laughs) Mortal Kombat 1, $250 million. Lego Star Wars thirty five million dollars, uh, Dying Light Two, fifty million dollars, and Baldur's Gate three they earmarked for five million dollars, which would have been um, above. A right. yeah. Steel. Right. <laughs> steal. What do you guys think about that?
0: They could have bought
1: Is surprising bought to you WB in any way.
3: Million dollars. <laughs> I don't really pay enough attention to like the numbers and stuff to really have any opinion one way or the other.
1: Hmm. Maybe they'll still put Suicide Squad at K-Path. Maybe they're going to ink a deal for that.
3: Probably. I mean, well, they buy the studio. Nobody's going to play that shit, so mm. probably a good idea. There's that part.
1: I'm not, again, I'm not really surprised. I think these numbers kind of were in line. Not that I could have guessed them all, but I would have been in the hundreds of millions of range if you had told me, like, hey, how much do you think yeah. big first-party game costs? I'd have been like, oh, yeah, it's going to hundred million dollars. <laughs> that's not, not cheap.
0: But I think Baldur's Gate, it's a little surprising, but still same thing.
3: I mean, they yeah. Considering how go. well it's doing. Yeah. Um, many, if people knew it was coming to Game Pass, how many people would have just held off versus sure. buying it? Sure. I was not even on yeah. Xbox yet. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah.
1: Xbox is also expecting a current-gen version of Red Dead Redemption 2 to release. And they also said it might cost five million a month to put Rockstar Games in a Game Pass. That Jesus might explain Christ. why GTA will enter Game Pass for four weeks and out. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it comes and goes every yeah. so often. Yeah. That might be yeah. why. Yeah, because they're like, no, no, no. no. We're, we're not going to take your big check up front. You're just going to pay us as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. So, moving on to mergers and acquisitions, because this is, like, the story.
0: This Um, is what got people pissed.
1: Emails regarding acquisitions were made public, specifically one from August 2020. uh, A reply from Phil Spencer to Takeshi Nomoto, Microsoft's chief commercial marketing officer. I'm not going to read the email to you, but I'll give you context. Uh, Takeshi wrote Phil essentially talking about acquisition targets in a conversation that appeared to be sent, we don't have the full history of the conversation, or at least I didn't see it all. I didn't go through the briefs myself. This is from third-party reporting. Um, it seemed to be in a conversation context centered around TikTok and other acquisitions that they're looking at being made. So there were several companies that were mentioned. If you guys, and I'm not sure if you guys don't remember, but there was a time where Microsoft was reportedly interested in obtaining TikTok. Um, I remember that. So I think this makes sense and the timing makes sense. Um, so the news is that in this email, Phil Spencer alluded to some of the following. Microsoft's board of directors was fully supportive of a potential purchase of Nintendo if the opportunity arose. Again, Takashi was kind of talking like what acquisitions could we like do to, you know, move us forward, in which he mentioned Nintendo and Phil responded. Phil acknowledged that Nintendo to be the prime gaming company in the industry. And thinks that if Nintendo was to sell overseas, that Microsoft may be best positioned to buy. Uh, Phil also noted that Nintendo was sitting on enough cash that it didn't have to make deals. He said a large sto- stockholder might push Nintendo towards making different sort of business decisions, but noted that Nintendo's board of directors haven't pushed for increases in market growth or stock appreciation. And the Nintendo Shack person in me that follows those calls can back that up. They're not the, we have to make hundred percent more than we did last they don't give a shit about nope. their board of directors. They're like, you're lucky you're here. We're gonna do what we do and you just you just vote. Like it's kind of a formality
3: <laughs> on <laughs> the Nintendo, Nintendo side. Does what the fuck they want. Sort of I yeah. Appreciate them for it.
1: Yes. Um the headline though I'm is th- that Phil Spencer said called getting Nintendo Would be a career moment. And he said I honestly believe a good move a good move for both parties. But he did add in the email, something is being overlooked, is that he added in a whole paragraph um, that he did not think like a stockholder hostile takeover Nintendo would be a good idea. Uh, And in this email, he also mentioned that they were already in discussions with Warner Brothers as well as ZeniMax, which we ultimately know closed and then now owns ZeniMax and Bethesda Properties. Yeah. I have to get on my soapbox a little bit, and I'm not trying to like read this news and be the Xbox fan. But, dude, it's honestly, it's coming from a Nintendo fan of me. The headlines that have been generated off this email are fucking ridiculous. Like, the headlines are like, Phil Spencer and Xbox are so desperate to buy Nintendo. They crushingly can you believe? And the people, their vitriol is like, see, this is why they can't buy Activision. They would just want to buy the whole industry. None of that is what this, like, the context of this email wasn't that at all? It was honestly the opposite. It was an employee asking about buying Nintendo, and Phil, in a very polite way, professional way, saying, No, we're not going to do that.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't understand why people think Nintendo wants to be acquired or purchased in the first place. I can't. That's the other part. People are like,
1: "Can uh, you believe Microsoft wants to buy Nintendo?" I was like, "We already knew that. We knew that twenty yeah, years ago think, they tried to buy Nintendo."
0: <laughs> I think people are just kind of like, just dreaming and wishing. There are some people, who, and, and people are f- fearful. People don't see Microsoft buy Activision. They don't see it buy Bethesda. So just the thought of them buying. Nintendo scares the shit out of people. Even if it's not true. Even if it's far fetched, not gonna happen. Just the thought of it. Just them saying Nintendo. But this is where this is
1: where the the games enthusiast coverage, I don't know what you call it, whatever it is, the video game websites that write about video games. This is where like their need for this has got a super clicky article, right? Like this is gonna be a sticky article that's gonna get people's attention when you write those headlines those headlines are misleading. Like you're literally just being misled. If you were on yeah, Twitter this week today. or Reddit and you thought Xbox was buying Nintendo, then you, you know, like you thought wrong. That's not what this email said at all. And for the people that are taking that way, like, I I don't know what to tell you. I, I didn't really, we had a lot, dude, our discord was pumping that morning and I just didn't get into it. Like I just, I tried politely to respond. You know, there were several people who were like, I don't like this. This makes me uneasy. I'm like, just reread the email. Like, read the email. And the context of the email, to me, was clear.
0: D-Life, I got to tell you. If it, were, if it was the other way around, people, if PlayStation was talking about buying Nintendo, people would be furious at that, too. I guarantee you people that if like PlayStation was, was dumb
1: enough to upload their emails to the internet, I guarantee you could find a conversation where somebody talked about buying Nintendo. That's oh, like yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, this and is how this works. This, they work them. on that level. They are in that level Yes. They're going to be talking about mergers and acquisitions, especially with the amount of yeah. consolidation that we've seen in the industry. Anybody that could afford to buy Nintendo has thought about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You know why? Because they'd be a good fucking company to own. We- That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, because it's Nintendo. it's Nintendo. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> You'd be stupid not to. <laughs> so, I in, in I don't think this story has been blown up, because I think this is a crazy, wild story. I can't believe they leaked all this shit. But this part of yeah. the story, this part is completely overblown, and just like fanboy flame to all hell. Like I, I don't get it. I don't. They're not buying Nintendo Nintendo is, is not part, for sale.
3: This is they're the not buying Nintendo. That's the most inflammatory. That's, that's why. Yeah, I just wish people would stop. That's literally the what whole it is. Buy Nintendo thing. Nintendo ain't selling. Yeah, like
2: they they're don't not selling. need to.
3: Yes. But, so just stop it. Everything else. You can kind of
0: glaze over, like, oh, that's cool. We're getting this game. We're getting this game. We're getting this console. But this part right here is the part, like, no, fuck that. We can argue about this part because this it's, is where we see the problem at. It's ridiculous. Even though, it, it's, like you said, it's a whole lot of nothing. It's just the thought of it. Just the inkling of it is enough. I'll shout out
1: the um, so friend of the show, Jeff Grubb. He's honestly might be the only media... Games journo, enthusiast influencer whatever you call them that I've seen even level headed on this. Not that I follow a lot, but like I did follow yeah. the Reddit thread where all the articles are being posted. I've seen the headlines have been posted in our Discord and whatnot. And he's the yeah. only one that was like, "Guys, this is not a big deal at all, and it's not. It really yeah. isn't." But it's like not I a said, big
0: deal. not even a little bit. It's the whole idea of consolidation that has been preached on for years now, and people are terrified of video game companies consolidating. So when you even mention the idea of what one of the biggest video game companies consolidate with another big video game company, people are going to freak out. Look people at the hell that they went through
1: that. just trying to get Activision. You think they right. could buy Nintendo?
0: Yeah. That would
1: actually never happen.
3: Not. People need to stop worrying so much yeah. about the consolidation and start realizing that it's actually saving a lot of studio hills from going under.
1: Well, it went in the right hands. As I've always yes, said...
3: Not I'd rather Microsoft
1: uh, and Sony get it now if I embrace or get your favorite yeah, studio. Bracer,
3: you're you might
1: be a yeah. little fucked, man. <laughs> like yeah. I, that's what I'm saying, yeah. careful what you wish for. I would much I'm so again, I've said it a thousand times. I honestly can't think of a better fit for Bethesda. Valve. It's Microsoft or Valve. Anybody else seems like a huge problem. Um, yeah. would you be I happy do. if Bethesda was bought by EA? I wouldn't, not even a little bit. No. Activision? No EA nope. anybody. Tact- take to take to you? no net ease uh uh-huh. epic no nope.
0: absolutely not yeah
1: like you name any other company to me it literally so comes down to goddamn companies Is xbox and valve that's like the place where like bethesda would be at home with like they're good there yeah um okay phil did respond after like a full day i was surprised that they didn't try to do anything That they really just all this happened and they went a long time without like making rebuttal he's gonna to have to address this at some point because they can't just walk out and start showing this controller right like, like mm. all of their why not well i mean they i think that can. because because here's the thing if they never address it and at the next e3 show they just talk about everything that's in this then people are going to be angry you're not going to be angry but they're going to be let
3: down let them be let down so I mean, I'm fine
1: with that, but the we know, dude, Xbox is not. They
3: know fine E3 with that. anyway, so what difference does it make?
1: Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> their show, their E3, whatever they want to call it. Um, he said, "We've seen the conversation around old emails and documents. It's hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed, and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future. We will share the real plans when we are ready." And he said an in internal email there you go. that mostly said the same thing. And again, I just wanted to point out plans change you know three years ago they were probably way in on the cloud now they've let Ubisoft take it (laughs) things change um, a lot they may have Activision in fold, you know soon and they weren't mentioned that email like three years ago they probably didn't even think that was a possibility and suddenly they're on the doorstep of owning Call of Duty so things again things change we have no idea how much of this still holds true but it's out there we got questions. Brian Eck from carpool wrote me um, and Sean. And he said, out of everything that is leaked from all of this, what excites you most about the future of Xbox? What has caught your eye that maybe isn't being talked about? Maybe it's what I see online, but my observation is that a lot of people are almost in a way rooting for Xbox to fail. And there's much more doom and gloom towards Microsoft, whether it be game Pass, Starfield, or the future of cloud gaming. Um, We've talked it's about this a bunch.
3: People hating on Microsoft wanting to fail since the beginning. That is I, never I going to change.
0: I think I think that's the vocal minority. And that vocal minority is Sony fanboys. I don't think it's the majority. It's not just
1: Sony people. I know a ton yeah, of Nintendo it's fans hate
3: Xbox 2. I think it's twofold. Think.
1: And we've talked about this. So I'll just reiterate this. Anybody that remember when these consoles launched, I think we got heavy into this at one point. <laughs> I think... Two things Xbox has going against it, or maybe even three things. Um, but the first thing is I they're not, they've never had like hmm, 360, they had a better chance, but for the most part, in their entire history, they've always been the outlier. They're third, they're in last place. Um, we've seen that grow over the last decade. And the problem is that it doesn't matter what Xbox does good, the amount of people that are like trumpeting those good things are being drowned out by the amount of people that aren't. Like because X PlayStation is PlayStation and Nintendo did them together because they're so popular, right? It's just like too much counter reaction. So they're, you just can't, it's like they're diluted. You can't outweigh them. It's throwing a rock and a wave, right? They're just being, they're, they're outnumbered. It's not close. But I think more importantly, and I think of the deeper meaning is that Xbox is an American company and specifically Western and video games. Its entire industry has been built on mostly Japanese video game makers. And Nintendo has ties to the Japanese franchises that people grew up and known and love. And then, and PlayStation has ties to the Japanese video games. People grew up known and love and Xbox doesn't. And I think for a lot of people, they look at Xbox as that company that makes games that they don't like. They don't make final fantasy. They don't have chrono trigger. They don't have Mario. They don't do fire emblem. That's not what they do. Um, which is why I've always said that I care little about what Xbox is doing globally. I don't think that's the fair way of like trying to measure them. If I were measuring Xbox like in the marketplace, I would focus on North America. How are you doing in North America? I still think they're third, but are you closer in North America? Everything else is like a bonus. If you can sell in the UK, if you can sell in Japan, if you can sell in Brazil, great. But like their only place where I feel like they have a like a level playing field is in North America. Everywhere else, I think they're rolling a rock up a hill. Like, they're always, like, it's just, just, they're like, it's just, I don't know, if privilege or an advantage or however you want to call it. Like, it's just, they don't stack up uh, globally. I think those are huge parts, like, conditionally why people think and feel the way about Xbox that they do. And I don't think the Microsoft Corporation look where they can buy things helps. And I think that's been noted because nobody gives a shit when Sony or Nintendo buy anything. Which yeah. they have. Nobody cares. Nobody cares when NetEase is buying everything, <laughs> but when Microsoft does it, people see it as big tech. And if you want like an example of that, look at what happened when Google Stadia started having the the even the sheer notion that they might buy a company, and that that bothers people, especially in yeah. the West. We don't like big corporations owning things, taking things from us. Um, because America, I think it's because America is so capitalism driven. We kind of have like a resistance to that. And um, yeah. yeah, I think I think people are scared of that. And I think you see that with Amazon. You see that with Netflix. People are scared of that being a thing. And to a lot of people, I think Microsoft personifies that. That's what they see in Microsoft.
3: <laughs> yep. I can't say any cents. better than that. I mean, you basically hit on everything that I was going to say. So yeah. yeah. And then when you look at it globally, it's like the big American – kind of come in and just throw his weight around like you said trying to buy stuff so that also just 100%. That never a good look globally so it's mm-hmm. xbox, xbox and microsoft are never going to be in a state where you have everybody rooting for them in the way you do a nintendo or nope. sony plus they I don't think have, so they don't have the history either nope. maybe in 50 years <laughs> but i don't think we'll see it anytime soon
1: um he asked what excites us most about the future of xbox I will speak to that and I will say that I believe in this philosophy and their path. And I have for some time, which is why I've been such a proponent of theirs. Uh, I believe in what they're doing. I think it is the future. I think their ability to welcome in more devices. I think they would love to be on competitor consoles if allowed. Um, I think one day if given a choice, if given the option, I think one day we will see Game Pass on a Switch or a PlayStation. I think that's where they want to be. I think their model is to reach the most people as possible to generate the most revenue possible, yeah, surrounded by Game Pass, and that's like a. Yep. It's a philosophy okay. I can get behind. Like it's something I can believe in. I like what they're doing with cloud and TVs and PCs and browsers. I want there to be multiple. I love what they're doing on the console market. Like I love what they're simple. doing with their devices.
3: They're a software company, and they want to put that software everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I've I've that's loved simple. this Windowsification of games um people people when they saw this some people when they saw this news were like we're not going to get like a a series x model like an enhancement a pro model and in my head i'm like dude that's pc if you want that get a pc i think that's what xbox is thinking (laughs) if you want to spend more than 500 dollars on something buy a laptop or a or a pc a tower play games on that like that is their enhanced model It's widely available. All the games are there. The game pass is there. It's all there. I love this. I love that I can pick up my ally and play a game, and literally drop it, turn on my Xbox, and press a button and pick up where I left off. I don't even have to do it. It Just it is that. This is the way it works. There's no like. I don't have to sync saves or anything. Like it just does it. Everything just works. Um, they have really cool stuff. I think they're like the way their approach to that, like what they how they do things, is something I like and. I wish other competitors did a lot of things like that. You know, like there's a quality of life experience in the Xbox ecosystem that boy, Nintendo like doesn't even fucking come close to touching, man. <laughs> you know, like you couldn't back up your animal crossing Island. <laughs> you couldn't transfer that shit for like years. You couldn't transfer it. Even when you did, you had to download an app from the store and set all this shit up, like just to transfer, you know, like there was a lot of great things about Xbox. Um, I love what they're doing with their gaming library. I've said it before. I think Call of Duty is right at home with Bethesda. I think building their their library around shooters and RPGs is a path forward to success for them. Because I do think with enough good games in those categories, they will win people over. Call of Duty and Wolfenstein and Doom and Gears, that will get people in the ecosystem, even if they come begrudgingly. They will get people in the ecosystem. People will subscribe to Game Pass for yeah. these games. 100%. So, I like what they're doing. That's why I'm excited about it. I don't want to talk. I know I'm reading the news. I always feel like when I'm reading the news and opining, I talk too much. So, I apologize. Yeah, Do you guys have anything that you're excited about with Xbox?
3: Delvin, you can go first. I got nothing.
0: Um, honestly speaking, I'm just excited Xbox is still out here kicking and doing its thing, you know. Other companies have come and gone trying to do things. And the fact that Xbox is still out here trying to make this thing is dope. I I always am going to root for competition. Like, you know, the more companies out there buying for dollars, the better for us. So, you know, the fact that Xbox is still doing this thing and we still have PlayStation thriving and we still have Nintendo, I'm happy. Like, you know, I'm the guy who still misses Sega. Like I I wish Sega was still out there making consoles and stuff like that. So I'm always gonna root for Xbox, no matter what. I'm it's not about like um Sony uh I love Nintendo. No, I want all three systems to be successful in their own right. That's but how I, think, I always looked at it. So it,
1: I think our listeners in our community knows that we just love video games. And, yeah, and you know Above anything else. Yeah. I think we would I think if given the option, we would have access to everything if the games were there that we wanted to play. There yeah. were games. If they released a bunch of games that you wanted to play, you would get Game that,
3: Pass. That's what I was gonna say. For me, yeah. I don't give a shit where the game is. I don't care what system is on. Just like if, if PlayStation was releasing a bunch of games that I
1: wanted to play, I would have PlayStation. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I just,
3: just want to <laughs> play games that I think that I find interesting. Xbox just typically doesn't make those games. Neither does Nintendo. Sony just happens to make the games that I particularly like the most, and that's why I have a PlayStation. And for mm-hmm. anything third party a pc because consoles suck yep that's playstation wants to
1: release some dude. damn infamous is, and kill zones and shit i'll be right there i am back baby <laughs> six foot tower or no i will be there um free to play joe says feel free to use this on psvg or shack i'll probably ask both just so you can get rebecca's take how do you think nintendo feels about being mentioned in all this news surrounding the xbox leak You think they might pull away from working so close to Xbox as they have in the recent years? I
3: don't think they care. You know that, that means. They didn't say anything negative uh, about Nintendo. uh, Who is it that's just like laughing his ass off? I feel like that's Nintendo. They're just laughing like, we're not selling. What are you talking about? We're just going to laugh our way all the way to the bank sitting on our pile of cash.
1: My answer is that I don't think Nintendo is surprised that another corporation with billions of dollars would like to buy them.
0: Yeah,
1: and I don't think that they're upset that that the email leaked I think they already knew that Microsoft wants to buy them I think they've probably known for some time decades I think there's probably been multiple overtures I would imagine it goes something like this Phil Spencer meets with Nintendo and he's like we're going to put Minecraft Dungeons on your system they're like that's great that's awesome we love it he's like and if you ever ever want to you know get the bag like we're interested and they're like we'll let you know
3: let me slide game pass on in there you know if you ever want to
1: I mean we had the report there was a report and I wish I had written it down you probably wouldn't have to try very hard to find it but there was a report that like it didn't come in the FTC trial that Nintendo was stoked to be getting Call of Duty again and that's why they were back in Microsoft they're like fucking yeah so honestly I don't think Nintendo gives a shit as long as they get Call of Duty I think that's probably all they care about right now with regards to Xbox is do we get Call of Duty on our next handheld and as long as that happens, I think they're happy to work with, with Microsoft because yep. that's going to make both of them a shit ton of money. Both It'll of them the are going to make
3: a, Nintendo very happy. <laughs> a lot of money.
1: Yeah, the board of directors are going to love that little percentage boost in revenue. They're going to get 30% of all, yes. basically, they'll essentially get 30% of all portable sales in Call of Duty. That's insane.
0: <laughs> Hopefully they not play like Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat 1 does. Well,
1: Oh, it's a whole separate thing.
0: Yarden says,
1: uh, Why is Microsoft so bad at business? Seems like almost every blunder Xbox has experienced recently is self inflicted. Basically, I'm asking, How do you accidentally leak your entire company's plans for the next half decade? I love you, Xbox, but they make it difficult. Easy. They just did it.
0: Just do it, like you like says.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, again, they didn't do it, right? Microsoft's a giant corporation. These were filings to a court. I'm sure some paralegal on the legal team did it. And uh, yeah, it's an oversight. It's a bad oversight, but like, is there any way that Xbox had some sort of way to stop this from happening? I would bet large amounts of money that they had no idea. Nobody on the entire team probably had no idea.
0: So, yeah, it just sucks. Let's keep 100. Every year, Assassin's Creed gets leaked out <laughs> in, a, in a similar way, this is what I talked to you about. open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like. Oh, I just. It, so I was on a plane. I saw the whole Assassin's Creed game. When I can like, what? My
1: wife's a paralegal. This is the thing. So I feel like, and I'm speaking this just from like hearing her talk about how chaotic and hectic court briefs and appointments and lawyers and cases and shit are. I guarantee you that the person that did this had no idea. Like, it's just an oversight. Like, they didn't check the link. They probably had no idea yeah. that there's millions of people out there that care so much that they're, like, clicking on every single thing they can find regarding the company in this case, looking for morsels of information. They probably thought, I'm filing this brief. I'm going to be gone. I'm going to get to the weekend, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. I do think it,
1: I think it sucks. I, I mean, I think it's interesting. I'm interested in the news. Leaks happen. We cover them because it's a part of the gaming business. I'm interested in news. I think it's crazy that all this stuff leaked. I do. I do think it sucks that it leaked in this way. You know, this isn't like yeah. an industry insider that got a tip from a dev or something. To have this put out on Blast feels wrong. You know, you almost, I, I almost feel bad for the Xbox team. It's like they didn't deserve this. This isn't this isn't fair. I would have felt the same way if PlayStation did the same thing. Like that's not that's not cool. We shouldn't be doing it like this. It's just yeah. unfortunate. Unfortunate is better the better words. It's just unfortunate it happened like this. Um, I'm still excited for the news and, and the hardware and the software. Yeah. Like all oh, that sounds great. Um, but it's a bummer and I do think they will have to talk about it I think they'll have to go on a podcast or whatever they have to get ahead of it Uh I don't think they can just show up at games awards and be like here's our controller and be like fuck we know you know like there is that kind of like I, I think they just acknowledge it you know like just one of those like tongue in cheek just acknowledge like I know many of you have probably already seen this but we're real excited about it so like something to take the edge off when they do it I think would be wise yeah Anyway, that's the news on the Xbox leak. What a wild story. What a Again, the FTC versus Xbox thing continues. Like, we yep. thought we were done, and like, <laughs> like the story continues.
3: Back in. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Speaking of Game Pass, you can play Party Animals now. Payday 3 tomorrow. Cocoon is out next week on the 29th. I'm very excited. And in some it's surprise, uh, they'll be followed by Gotham Knights coming to game pass on october 3rd as well as the lamp lighters league which sounds as bad as it sounded when i read that um so gotham knights is coming to game pass on the third i will try it for free why not there you go i don't know if i'll like it probably not probably not i was never (laughs) interested to begin with but will i try it sure have they fixed it is it better I
3: didn't
1: try. They've killed me from playing the game ever. Again. And They patched the shit out. I'm sure once they're like, You're they who like, here's Robin. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like <laughs> it's probably gonna be like as soon as the game starts. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. This is a game where you don't get to play Batman. What a great idea. Thanks, guys.
0: That is correct. <laughs> You, you, you don't. You, What's the meme? You pick who you want to play at the beginning.
1: Be whatever you want to be. Unless you can be Batman, then be Batman. Why didn't Gotham Knights get the meme? Yeah, well, <laughs> like, the okay guys, you make <laughs> Batman. Let us be Batman. That's what we want to be. No. You Everybody can be, be a side character. A fucking side piece. It's an extra. How about Red Hood? Cool. <laughs> Red Hood. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. Um kind of bummer news. I think this is bummer news. EA Mr. Vince Zampella alerted the media today that Criterion will be folded in to the teams working on Battlefield. Uh, Zampella in the note says there's a future for Need for Speed. But he also leads the story by saying, but we're all in on
0: Battlefield. Well, get all back out because that shit sucks. Everybody who's all in Walk out. Um, Leave. <laughs> it's interesting
1: because no more. he says there's a future for New for Speed, but all of their racing franchises and developers are in the EA Sports division. They've moved Criterion over to the EA Entertainment division where they do Star Wars and Battlefield. The Sports division is like where Codemasters are, so F1 and, and Grid and that sort of thing. So in my head, I was like, would Codemasters do a Need for Speed game? Like, would they let them with the that property? Codemasters yeah. is pretty incredible. They release, like, two games a year. am not sure if anybody knows. They release, like, F1 and then Grid and they always have, like, an off year and, like, a spin-off game. Like, I don't know if they can. Maybe they would alternate between, like, Grid and Need for Speed games. Um, Criterion has worked on Battlefield before. They do a lot of the vehicles and stuff in Battlefield anyway. It just feels like they're they're now, like, again... This is like the Activision thing, the Call of Duty thing, where everybody just gets sent to the salt mines to work on, you know, the face that runs the place.
0: Battlefield hasn't been good in a minute. Like, I guess it's not.
1: So the interesting part is, I think Battlefield fans see this as a good move. They like the content that Criterion makes in Battlefield. They're like, this is great. More of that. But then... Criterion fans, (laughs) like Need for Speed, see, this is a terrible move. Like, they're shutting the studio down. (laughs) And they're not going to get any more of the games they like. So it's interesting. I think if the next Battlefield hits and they get Battlefield back on track, I think this is a net positive. Like, yeah, it sucks that Need for Speed isn't there, but they make other racing games. You can play other racing games. If they can get Battlefield going again, I think that's more important. Like, if they can help make Battlefield great again, pardon the terminology, like, I think that's probably, I think that's wise. Because, like, EA is going to continue to suffer at a larger level if they can't get Battlefield right. It's a big part of, like, their portfolio. That's true. They got to get that shit fixed. You know, like, it's kind of like, you can't make Crash games if Call of Duty sucks. <laughs> like, it's it's the reason we're all here. So let's get Call of Duty back in line, and then maybe we'll talk about you making a Crash game or some. Some special shit, but like we got to do the Call of Duty thing first. So I don't know. I'm kind of 50 50 on it. I'm optimistic that maybe this is a net positive. And I didn't care too much for the last Need for Speed game anyway. Yep. Just make battle for it.
3: Yeah, That's they will. Different.
1: Yeah, it's a different thing, but they will. Yeah. Um, some quick headlines Evil Dead, the game is canceled. The Switch version is no longer making content for the game. Surprising nobody.
3: No, nah, not even a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, BitTrip Rerunner, and oh, I, already, I already talked about that in the games I'm playing, so I won't read that. Yes. Striking Distance Studios, the studio that makes Callisto Protocol, is losing its CEO and founder and former um, Dead Space co-creator, Glenn Schofield, is leaving the company as well Damn. as their CFO and their COO, and this news uh, comes on the heels of the studio laying off more than 30 people in the last 90 days. Who's left? Jeez. Callisto <laughs> Did not again. We bring this up all the time. We talk about calls consolidation, right? And what do I say? These studios can't afford to miss at the triple A level. You can have a couple misses at the indie level. Like it may hurt, but you can make it work. Triple A level, you miss, people get flare.
0: Yeah. The so. CEO and the CFO is gone. Like who? Who? Who fund the company? And thirty employees got
3: laid off. Like yeah, yeah they're just hiring
1: like, from within, somebody else brought in. Yeah.
3: What are you, where, who's making games? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, just, I'm gonna be surprised if about can. To, they're about to go under.
1: Speaking of layoffs, yeah. not to continue with the bummer news, uh, Embracer continues to let go of staff. Um, coming off the heels of them just closing Volition, they're now doing layoffs at both Beamdog, which people know for the Baldur's Gate ports, but uh, most recently they just released Mythforce like last week. Um, so that oh. studio is getting yeah. layoffs as well as Crystal Dynamics having employees being laid off and i think a lot of embracer will be laid off like their new their new ceo or whatever they got put in charge that that was his his thing we've got to become lighter weight and more flexible and all of these are code names for we have to cut costs (laughs) when we're spending more money than we're making so i think they'll have more costs it'd be interesting to see how this affects perfect dark because we know Crystal Dynamics is hard at work on a Tomb Raider game. that's being published by Amazon. So I can't imagine this comes as good news to either Amazon or Microsoft. They're like, hey, we've paid you, probably paid you a lot of money to make our games, and uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Who knows? I don't know if this means... (laughs) I'm not expecting to see Perfect Dark like anytime soon. So maybe this means it'll be even longer than that. Um... And this is a reminder that Cyberpunk 2077 2.0 update will go live tomorrow. They have a red stream scheduled. I would imagine the update will go live during that red stream. A lot of people said it was going to go live at midnight. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's going to go live at midnight. Maybe it will, but I don't think it's going to go live at midnight. I think they'll do it tomorrow in their stream. Their stream's at 10 a.m. My time, Eastern Standard Time. So, you know, probably before tomorrow noon, it'll probably be available. And that Phantom Liberty will drop on the 26th. Of next week, um, and I should also mention the Phantom Liberty. I guess is getting reviewed. We were talking about the last week. I didn't think it was going to get reviewed, but it got reviewed, yes. and uh, everybody loves it. Apparently, reviews are super. Yes,
0: reviewing there. very high. Yep, I think it's at a
1: ninety. They've turned Cyberpunk around. What a good story! Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, I've said awesome. all year, this is this is my game. Like Cyberpunk update. Patch, uh, new expansion. For me, this is like what I think Spider-Man is for you. This is a game I've had circled yeah. on my calendar like all year. I'm starting a brand new save, which they recommend that people do. I'm literally starting the game completely over, and I'm gonna play the whole damn thing again.
0: I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta put my disc back in the in the drive and do all the updates and stuff like that, and get ready for it.
1: Apparently, the expansion is like 30 hours.
0: Yeah, that's, that's my understanding. Yeah.
1: That's insane. That's not an expansion, it's a second game. <laughs> that's a whole other game. I wonder how long I have to play before I get to the expansion. That's a good question. I wonder if it's playable from the start or not. Or if you'd even want to play it from the start. And I'm not I'm not even I don't even care. Like I'm just excited to replay Cyberpunk. I love this game. Might be I don't think it's like my favorite RPG ever. I think it's still Valhalla over Cyberpunk, but like it's close. I really, really love playing this game and excited to get back to it. I like Cyberpunk
0: a lot. I played it when it wasn't at its best, so that tells that says a lot. Yeah. So
1: um Dev dropped out. Is it time for him to go?
0: No, he had a power spike. He said he'd be back in a second.
1: Okay. Well, it's close to his heart out anyway. Um so I'll do the rude day segment. Um, point totals. Delvin, in the lead with 20. I have 18. Dev has 17. So our first question comes uh, over or under 82 and a half for Assassin's Creed Mirage. Valhalla had an 80.
0: I'll go. You no, know what? What the hell? I'll go over.
1: Yeah, I'm going over too. So I won't pick up any points on that. I think the return to form is going to make a lot of people like kind of sentimental and willing to give a better score. I can already like, I feel like I can, I can, I can guess, I will guess the review taglines, right? It'll be like some sort of Assassin's Creed returns to form and Assassin's Creed brings back what people loved about it. Assassin's Creed, you know, gets back to knowing what, like how good Assassin's Creed was. And I think the reviews Gets will be back pretty,
0: to his
3: roots.
1: Yeah, I think it'll yeah. like those will be the review taglines, and I think it'll get reviewed pretty well. Dev, over under 82 and a half for Mirage.
3: What did Delvin pick?
1: We both took me, the over. Me and
3: Donnie picked the over. Yeah, gotta go with the over too.
1: Over under 86 and a half for Forts of Motorsport. Motorsport 7 received an 86. <sighs> <sighs>
3: Now, that's tough.
1: I'm picking the opposite of whoever you picked, over,
0: You know what, then? Fuck it, I'll go the over on this one, too. And
1: I'll take the under. I think you might be right on the over. I think people are going to be very excited, but I also think it could be, like, right in the middle there. I think, Metacritic-wise, it might be, like, that's 85. So, I'll take the yeah, under. I'll try I'm to pick up a point.
0: I'm going to go a little bit above it, like eighty six. These, counter, like these 80. counter
1: picks are killing me, but... There's only one way to move forward. If we keep guessing the same thing, I ain't got a I'm, chance.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go over as well just because I feel like it's it's time. I feel like it's going to get like an 88.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, true or false, a new Castlevania game will appear at the Xbox Tokyo Game Show next week. Known leaker Bill kun re- teased this.
0: I want it to be, so I'm going to say t- True.
2: Okay,
1: I'm going to say false.
3: I'm going with false also.
1: I think it could be like some sort of Netflix adaptation. It could be a controller or something. Um, I mean, it's possible. We, we've heard that there is a Castlevania game in the works somewhere. Huh. Let, me, so.
0: let me ask a question. If it's a remaster or a remake of a game, does that count?
1: It says a new Castlevania game. New.
0: It new. So has to be a new Castlevania game.
1: If it's a that's remake, I think that is. would count. If it's a remaster or a re-release, that wouldn't count. But if it's like a remake, <laughs> I think that
0: counts. I think it might be a remake of something. Okay, that's fair. So, the, the so I'll stick with my point of yeah, something like that. Something. Mm. Okay.
1: And uh, with that, Dev, that's the news.
3: Alright, let's get into a couple of questions before I gotta go and hand it back off to you guys.
2: So all right, let's Eric, get to
3: it. We'll go with Gross. I don't want to say Eric Gross. That could be your name. I don't know. He says, With Apple's recent move in the video game market, what will mobile gaming look like in five years? I have no idea. I don't care about mobile gaming. I hope it all goes the same away. way it looks now. Yeah, I feel like it looks untouchable
0: by, me. Yeah. <laughs> I think as years, by me.
1: I think as years progress and we become more used to things like streaming and hardware advancements i think the console and mobile game will continue to merge um in ways that look mostly the same i think the switch will be like the bridge like the switch 2 would be like the bridge between the two but i think we'll see more and more releases that happen on consoles scale down to mobile type releases as well as the adoption of cloud and i think we'll start to see like i think in five years' time, if you tell me that like you have the Apple TV nine or whatever, and that's your games console, like I, I could see it.
3: That makes sense. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: It'll just be a low level game console, but like it'll now still be able to play to most you that of the shit
3: games. Sucks, and I'll sit here at my desk and play my PC and my console.
1: Sure, I'll be doing the same, but I think I'll fucking That'll be a thing.
3: out of here.
0: <laughs> Pick a question that you want, Dev. Pick something that you can, you can answer. Mainly a sports
3: question, probably. Do go ahead and get the Dion stuff out the way. Yeah,
2: John thirty two
3: says, "What are your thoughts on Dion Sanders' coaching accomplishments? Which other primetime players do you think should enter the coaching for the entertainment value?" I'm going to answer the back half of that. None. You don't. You don't. Not for entertainment value. Like that. I don't even. That's that's just stupid.
0: I know what he means
1: by that.
3: Yeah, I. I know what he means by it as
0: well. Yeah, he doesn't just, mean entertaining, but be, that would be that will be entertaining to watch. That would like be able to cross over
1: and gain appeal, gain yeah, notoriety no. because yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. But they're starting. I don't
3: I don't I don't want to see that. Mike, Michael Irvin as a coach? Absolutely not. Like that's awesome. Oh, I want to see that.
0: Well, that sounds awesome.
3: I don't I, can see LeBron I don't, 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 don't want to see LeBron as a coach either. And it's Le, not any type of entertainment. Though, as a coach. Like he's not entertaining. No,
1: but I think everybody would want to play for him. And I think in a collegiate space, he could absolutely dominate.
0: He didn't even play in college. (laughs) That's
1: a thing. Yeah, that's a thing.
0: (laughs) Why are you here, LeBron?
1: I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I'm (laughs) I'm just trying to, like, if there was a Dion-like figure, I think, like, something like him, Steph, maybe. Like, I could see a guy like that going to a college, like UCLA or whatever. And just every five star recruit being like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna go play with LeBron for a year," and then they just fucking dominate like the damn mon-stars. They have like yeah. 18 five stars on the roster, <laughs> you know? Because yeah. especially
3: like LeBron, like he coaches his value. kids,
1: he's got his AAU shit. Like I, I could see
3: it. Yeah, but it's not the same because when you look at the entertainment value that Dion brings, Dion is just a character. Oh, yeah, like you don't, you don't have and, and he's one of the greatest greatest ever. Yeah. There Aren't too many characters you need somebody like who that on that, that level, can also coach? Oh, yeah, there's not a really whole lot of that
1: characters on the level of
3: Dean yeah. Sanders. You need somebody mm-hmm. who's elite level Shaq. and entertaining. Shaq is good, that's a good choice, not, but he's not
1: coaching, he's Shaq not ain't coaching shit.
3: nobody, like he doesn't he have, yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. That's why he's on Inside the but NBA. That, like, that's the why characters I said Michael you Irvin, yeah, he ain't coaching. nobody.
0: Michael Irvin's elite level and he's entertaining. I
1: think Tom Brady. See Tom Brady coaching?
3: No, is Tom Brady entertaining? But he's not entertaining. Okay, it's like uh, again, like prime, like he calls. Well, I mean, himself there is. I'm not trying. Prime. There is, no there is no,
1: there is like <laughs> no, there is no answer. There is nobody like him. Michael Irving isn't Deion Sanders, not yep, even a little bit.
3: Yeah, he, and that's, that's so. Like
1: if the an, if is, if, is, if no answer, answer fits, because like I'm just thinking there's of only like
0: Deion Sanders, frankly
3: speaking.
1: Yeah, there is no, there is no Deion Sanders. He's just that's yeah. why he makes yeah. that's why he's Deion Sanders.
3: Coach Prime. <clears throat> now, I'll talk to the first one. On, like his coaching accomplishments, I don't follow college football enough. I think it's great that he's managed to com- completely take a team, gut the entire team, have almost all new players, and somehow find more success than what he was supposed to. I think that's pretty cool.
0: And that's why I think drafted. it's cool. He's inspiring people. He's making people care about that team. I mean, he was that bringing notoriety station? to school, so that's that's cool. Yeah, I am. I think that's dope.
1: I am happy that he's resurrected the Colorado program, a once great program yeah. that has basically sucked for twenty five years. People don't remember Colorado. Colorado used to be great. Like See, they I have a national even, championship. The they used to be fucking there. awesome. Um, he
0: got the rock to come there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, me, can even get the rock to come there.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, no, that's, why there, that's why he was there because
1: that's why he was there because he was doing the WWE appearance. I
3: was about to say he was, just no, was thing. Thing. no, it
1: was the other thing. No. It was the other way around. He was no, in WWE. Asked him if I'm cr- yes, it uh, was.
0: If uh, I remember, if I read it correctly,
1: I don't think you read that he correctly. There. I don't think that's the case. Um, yeah. I think I think he was going to make his appearance in the WWE show, and Fox paid him to make an appearance at Game Day, and he just happened to want to also shake hands with Deion Sanders. You can give him credit for that if you want, but I don't think that's true.
0: I, th- I think it's the latter. I think it's the opposite. Okay. Because I don't I, think that's. Him and Deion are friends.
1: All. Yeah, but friends. He's not going to then go to college game day and do WWE because he's friends with Deion Sanders. I don't think that's true at all.
0: You'd be surprised.
1: No, I don't think so. Um, I think that is a story that's like better on social media than the actual truth. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I don't think that's really the case. As for his accomplishments, he's got two swag titles. Um. I don't want to knock a coach for having access to great talent because that's a part of being a coach. The lifeblood of a college football team is recruiting and you can't say that he had it easy. He did have an advantage because of his fame, because of his son, because of their friends. He had a talent advantage over everybody else. He still got to go win the games and they did. I think what Dion does is he, I think his greatest, attribute and this is a thing that all great coaches do so i will give him credit for it is he knows how to surround himself with successful people the toledo coach that he got to come be his offensive coordinator is great and uh, it'd be interesting to see if he gets a better job offers uh coming next year um after what he's showing he can do with colorado um you know dion got the number one recruit in the country to come to a swag school and play football that's insane like that's unheard of. Like there's no other SWAT coach that can even come close to being able to compete with that level. So as an accomplishment as a coach, he has accomplishments, but the question will be when he gets into an arena where talent is like, can he make a difference? Because that's really what truly really separates great coaches. When you get on the on the on the big stage, everybody has talent. So when your talent is equal to everybody else, then what will you do? Um I think they're running into a buzzsaw unfortunately. I think Oregon's going to stomp Colorado. I just don't think they're equipped to play um with that with that on that level yet. It's not even like it's not Shador or Hunter who's hurt, which is unfortunate. Uh um, their offensive defensive lines are going to get manhandled. Like absolutely row by Oregon. Oregon has a huge offensive line and they power on the ball and it's not going to be pretty. I don't think um we'll see Um, but I do think the thing that matters is that like he, as his fame and his persona will attract talent to Colorado that would never consider it. And when he was interviewing for jobs, I thought it was like insane that Auburn didn't hire him because I think if he ever gets to a blue chip job where like they aren't coming just for him, they also want to come to the school. Then I think, watch out. Because I think he actually can start... I think at that level, he might be able to out-talent people. Like, Deion Deion Sanders at Auburn could out-talent Alabama. And that's a wild fucking thing to say. But I think it's true, and I think people are scared of that. Um, I think it's very, like, a big disruptor in college. Um, But again, he still needs coordinators and other coaches to do it because as a coach, him, like, actually calling the game, I think the story... I think the verdict's still out. We've got to see him in adversity, which he really hasn't had a name because of talent. But again, um, that's not a knock for him. I think people would say that as a knock, every good coach needs talent. Your ability to attract talent is a part of being a coach. You know, who's the dude at Kentucky? Is a the coach there? Calipari? Calipari. Like, that's his greatest talent. It's attracting, like, as a coach, not that great, but he gets people to play for him. That's important. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the most important part. So Dion has the hardest part down. Um, So I think he can be a very successful coach because of that reason.
3: Indeed. There you go. All right. This will be my last question before I bounce out and hand it off to you guys. Just to piss off Delvin, we're going to ask Barrett's question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. Justice
3: for Barrett. (laughs) Justice for Barrett. (laughs) He's bad. He says, what is your favorite gen of PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo hardware, and why? Hmm. I think my favorite gen for <laughs> Nintendo is just the Super Nintendo. I just have a lot of memories there.
0: I was going to say uh, that.
3: A lot of just really good games there. Just very fond of the SNES. Um, I don't have a favorite gen of Xbox. I just I don't play Xbox, so there's nothing there. And for PlayStation, <sighs> probably PS2. Um, mm. Same reason A lot of nostalgia there A lot of games That I just remember Spending time with I think that That was a lot of college For me PS2 was college So I had just Time to play a lot of games So Very nostalgia I mean Grand Theft Auto 3 Like Yeah That was huge it. NBA Street Volume 2 Like the Beyond Good and Evil uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 Like there's just A lot of games On that system That have a lot of Nostalgia that I just Played a lot of So
1: those are my three. Mine would be. I'm going to Play-
0: say, you go for it, Tony.
1: Mine would be the PlayStation 4. I think they just dominated that, that generation. I think they had just a slew of great video games to offer. And I think it's an era that's going to be missed because of the things that we've seen, like with their, um, with like with things that Sean Layden was saying. Like it's getting harder and harder and harder and longer and more expensive to make those level video games. And I think we're going to grow to appreciate a time where they just cranked out so many in an eight year period. And then moving forward, if they get longer out, they become a little different. Like, I think people are going to be like, man, I kind of miss how great the PS4 was. Um, They really destroyed it. Um, everything. Consoles, controllers, OS games. Like they had it all. Like they really were firing on all fronts during that generation. Um. Xbox would definitely be the 360 for the same reasons. I think that was their best time, my favorite time for Xbox. I think the console was great. I think the system was great, but mostly Gears and Fable, which are the things that made me a Fable or an Xbox fan today. Like, so I can't pick another generation than that one. Nintendo's the hard one. My heart wants to say Wii U. My head thinks that's completely wrong because of all the failures and everything that was, but I... People that have known me and listened to me for a long time know how much I love that console. And I did. I absolutely fucking adored that console. And for years, I hated that it felt like just nobody else got it. Like I couldn't share, I couldn't show that love to enough people. I just always felt like if I could put it in your hands, like people would like it because it was doing something. Like that's like the crazy thing when I think of like people are like, oh man, what if Xbox bought Nintendo? Like I would hate for that to happen because. Then there's no Wii U. There's probably no 3DS. I think Xbox is too normal and too, like, feedback-driven to go out on a limb and do some crazy shit like that. Um, and yes. the Wii U was, like, the epitome of crazy shit. And more importantly, the games were excellent. And you only need to look at the Switch's sales to know how excellent they were. Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart mario bros u mario 3d world like all these games that people on switch people think of switch games they weren't switch games we played them all years ahead of you on wii u and they were great then pikmin 3 like that's the thing smash brothers we've been we were telling everybody like dude (laughs) like this is these are great
3: games but those (laughs) games all existed on every other nintendo console
1: no these were different
3: it's the same and honestly,
1: my my beloved wii u i mean my beloved wind waker got that hd treatment which was just fucking epic like it was so good um i love it i love the console and again i know how crazy that is to say because it's like a huge stain on them but uh hey,
3: it didn't it didn't say what was the best it just said what was your yeah, favorite that's all that matters it's
1: like the bones are weird but I mean, and I could go on and on for, like, the indie games that I play. I'm like, I'm playing Bit Trip Runner, Rerunner today because of the Wii U. Because I played BitTrip Runner 2.
3: I still have no idea what that game is. I saw that I was like, what the hell is Bit Trip Runner?
1: I got to find out. Do you guys listen to Married of the Games? Yeah. I, I, you guys, I'm, I'm
3: waiting for Chris to, to I say I was going to ask, like, tell me tell I me I if he talks
1: about it because I will download the episode and listen to it. Like, ask him if he's playing he's it. Got to. I, when I saw it, the only other person I know that likes Runner, like I like Runner, is Chris McCracken. And
3: that's I was like, I hope he saw this news. Kind of I hope he's going to do it. Game. I imagine so. he will. Well, you know what? No, he doesn't have a PC. He has a Mac. That's what so. I was
1: wondering. Like, does he have a yeah. Steam Deck or something? Is he going to play nope. it? Nope.
3: Nah. Damn, that's
1: a bummer. I'm liking it. It's pretty good. It's go. tough, but of course it's tough. It's always been tough. Um, yeah, those would be my three.
0: Now, since you guys have all taken all my choices, no, I will go. Pick you can still favorites. have your
3: no, own choices. Yeah, your now, your your own choice. I'm gonna
0: pick my. I'm gonna pick my choices because this is easy for me. NES, because I I I love the NES console. I love the quirky games, the amount that of games egregious. that came on it. Just. <laughs>
3: NES was just great. It was
1: hard. Hours to and, and hours of play. You. I just want
0: to do, like, NES the semi-profile. Foul. Two foul. <laughs> <laughs> NES just such a great console. Just so much fun to play. It It, it is kind of just the essence of just, like, playing a system just for fun and enjoying, like, the little things about it, like, playing Tecmo Bowl all day long and yeah. not even think about the time. Just that playing Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3, beating it, and then going back over it again, or playing Contra, and going to go up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, ba. B-A. Mike Tyson punch out. So many games that it just just bring back nostalgia, just off rip that I can play like right now and still enjoy. All right. I was originally going to say PS4, but I'm going to say PS3, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I love playing the Mass Effect games on there, the Uncharted trilogies there that I love. So many games I remember from PS3 that was just so great, and on top yeah. of that, it was Last so much random shit you could do with the PS3. Last of Us, just so much random shit you could do with the PS3. There was like, man, the, the move could,
1: controllers
0: like, and the eye camera, the move and, like, controllers, it was fucking wild. eye cameras. <laughs> Not only that, but you could just like download movies and just put them on your PS3 to watch them. <laughs> like music. download like songs, music, stuff like that. PlayStation Home, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to. PlayStation Home, it was just so much stuff they let you do with it. <laughs> except like backwards compatibility. Like, they let you do everything else.
1: Well, they had no, that too. Backwards
3: compatibility was there. Yeah. It wasn't for later models if I remember correctly. No, it Only wasn't. The old needed
0: it
1: you needed the piano.
3: I still have yeah. it. I still have that big yes. old brick. It still works. <laughs> it's a fucking massive yes. console, man.
1: Didn't. That generation didn't is crazy like from where it started to where it you ended can is. Put
3: Linux on that thing yes. and have it as a PC. It's true. Yes.
0: It's so much random shit you could do, like download your own custom themes and stuff like that.
1: It also came at the age of Blu-ray. So, like that, you know, that mm-hmm. was a whole different thing when you could play Blu-ray. Buy Rays. a
0: Blu-ray movie. It was just such a, like, a unique time, I guess. I I loved my PS3. It was expensive still hate the, for the time. Still hate the OS. It just
1: got, con- like, convoluted and, you know, like had all the different, like, entertainment sections and apps and, like, the settings menu on that thing was... And
0: you have Man. to scroll a, down like yeah, 30 minutes mess. to find your game. <laughs> just a <laughs> mess of a, of a thing, but <laughs> yeah, I know like a thousand movies. But let me scroll down this long ass list of my movies to see which yeah. ones. You try to, to, to change the
1: theme yeah. or like set re like pair it to a new network, and you're like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to make like folders for everything so I could find shit easier. Yeah, That, was, too
2: much
3: that was just the error. I had those problems.
1: You remember I you like uh, you would download the game, and it would put it on your on your OS, but then you would have to install it. Install it. Yep. So you yes. have to click it again and wait like another hour. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's so great. And then yes. um for Nintendo, I said Nintendo. I guess for Xbox, I Can will.
1: you go- download? Sorry to interrupt you. But couldn't you download like your PSP games Can to you, it and then, PSP PSP games and then transfer it
3: and transfer.
0: You had to yeah, you had to download them to the to system, then transfer. Hook up your PSP. The game transfer games are crazy.
1: You. Like they used to be, just insane. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch
0: of random shit. Like I think they had what is called transferring. Now
1: they're perfectly refined, like little entertainment boxes. But they used to just be like, just yeah.
0: shit, man. Like go through everything to get get one thing to work. Yeah.
1: And plus, they that used to be the like the way we watched Netflix, right? Like your your game mm-hmm. console was like a gateway drug to all that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I guess in terms of um, Xbox, I want to say three, 360 because of the Xbox Live stuff. It was so much li- cool Xbox Live stuff on there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Live Did you play online back then, Delvin? No, I'm not even talking about online. In general, I'm talking about like the games that would come on there. Just like yeah, that's up what games. I was thinking. Like Live
1: Arcade, Braid, Castle Crashers, Blade, like, um, Fez. All yeah, of my a lot house. of cool
0: stuff. What Why was God the game? Me? The me? side-scrolling action game The, was the guy game? like Nathan Drake Huh? that was on 360? The side-scrolling action game. The guy literally looked like Nathan Drake. I can't remember the name of It was popular for Xbox 360. You I'm have to save your girlfriend or some shit like that?
3: I'll tell you it the name like of right back right now. No. It's on 360 side scrolling beat em up. Yes. The character looked like Nathan Drake. No, not it wasn't a beat em up. It was um it was a shooter. was shooter. Was a shooter? Shooter. A side scrolling shooter? Yes. Like Narc on NES? No, not
0: like Narc. Um,
3: well, that's a side scrolling shooter. I'm
0: looking this up now.
3: What kind of Why is looking up dev you is- go. Yeah, I'm gonna roll out. It's been yeah. fun, gentlemen. I cool, will man. talk to you next week.
0: Shadow Complex, there you go. Got it right for you right right it for your left. He looks kind of like Nathan is, Drake. So it doesn't matter. He does. He looks like Nathan Drake. Mm. Peace.
1: I gotta look this up. So I've been playing Shadow Complex and I never. Yeah, I guess you're right. Sorta.
0: Yeah. And I and I and I, I, if I remember correctly, you can like finish the game early because <laughs> you can like leave your girlfriend in the in the in the complex. That's a, I guess a spoiler wow. for a twenty year old game at this point. <sighs> it's a great wow. game. They should remake that. Did they? Right, let's get back. Let's get back to let's get to some fun questions. I got a fun one from Jack. I love this question. Top three favorite Dragon Ball Z characters and why. I'll let you go first, Donnie. Vegeta, like
1: okay. I I really only have one. I mean, I love Vegeta, so it's probably him. Uh, The other, okay. I don't know Bardock. Always liked Bardock. Okay, most Saiyan fans probably would. He's literally a mix between Vegeta and Goku. (laughs) It's basically what Bardock is. Yes. Uh, I don't know about the third one. Let me let me Google.
0: Get some options. I have my list. Okay. Of course, Goku, because I love Goku. He's the good guy. I always like the good guys. Um, Trunks, future Trunks in particular. I love that saga. When
1: Trunks showed up for the first time, that shit was badass. Like, it was the coolest character ever. And then you get to meet Trunks, and I'm like, oh, it's not as cool anymore. When
0: he's a kid, like, ah, oh, yeah, this kid's annoying. But, yeah, he's but kind like, of an Future annoying. Future Trucks is my guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he shows Future up and he's got the hair and eye. the sword. You're like, what a badass!
1: And then he starts training his dad and then, shit. You're like, this is dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he's kind
1: of a he's kind of a bitch. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, who else? I'd probably say Gohan. I like Gohan a lot.
1: Yeah, he also goes through a phase where he's just not very.
0: I even like the great Sandman. Uh, I know people don't like Great Sandman, but I like Great Sandman.
1: I think my third one would be Bulma. Oh yeah, she's great. I want to say the Ginyu Force. Like, could I use just all of them? I was like, what? Can... The Ginyu that Force is fucking dope. <laughs> yes they are they were so much more fun and entertaining to watch than like the season and a half long fight with frieza
0: <laughs> like give me more of the Ginyu force man they were hilarious that that frieza fight felt like it went on for eternity
1: oh and my son is watching the reason he's asking this is he's watching the series now and he just got to that fight and i was like happy 29 episodes he's like what i was like yeah. well, that's that's both season three and four like,
3: the
0: yeah. whole damn thing. <laughs> it's
1: gonna be a um, whole
0: episode of him just charging up.
1: <laughs> I mean, 18's hot. Can't can't yeah, go wrong with. But Bulma's is really cool, both from Dragon Ball, but also through Dragon Ball Z. Um, I think she brings like her character. Her character brings a lot to the show, and and like so, Chi Chi is definitely like that mother figure, but doesn't really bring like I think like a splash of like femininity like Bulma no. does. So That's Bulma cool. adds that to like offset like the testosterone fever dream that is Dragon Ball Z, but she also is not just that. But she's also badass in her own right. Like she has that independent, like badassery you know type of thing to her yeah. as she's well. She's tough and she's also smart. Yeah, she has that toughness and she's also smart. And especially when you get to see her in the mother role, like there's, there's a lot of reasons to like Bulma. Like she's just really yeah. cool, kind of all Would around.
0: You- when you see her and Vegeta together, like, ah, oh, this makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I really enjoyed like in the Dragon Ball series where you get to see her, like she's basically the companion for Goku. Like you really get to like you, I, I don't feel, I felt endeared to Bulma, like in a way that I don't think a lot of the female characters really ever get, we don't ever really get too close with a lot of the other female characters. They're they're accessories where Bulma plays a more featured yeah. role. You know, she's Goku's companion through childhood. She's Gohan's companion through Namek she's Vegeta's companion through Z, you know, like she's a more featured role um, yeah. yeah, and there's just no reason not to really like her, she's pretty funny she's cool I agree,
0: she's she gets kiddo <laughs> 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 just funny <laughs> All right. our next question is from Kim Turner, he asks, how excited are you all for the new Bluey game being released, <laughs> have you seen this Donnie?
1: Only because he asked this question that I look it up. I'm not excited about this at all. I understand that it's all the rage and the hotness and it's the new Teletubbies and the shit. I understand when you when you diss it like you anything saying anything against anything's popular like Taylor Swift or anything else like you just get fucking steamrolled for it. But yeah, I don't get it. I don't think it it looks dumb. I don't think it looks entertaining at all. (laughs) Like I don't care. It's fun.
0: It's a it's
1: a fun. I'm glad kid you show. think so. I don't. My wife's it like dogs I, watching. I'm like I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> I really don't care. Bluey's a fun kid show. Um, the game looks like the show, so that's cool. That's I always appreciate that. They have the same voice no, actors? was wasn't Same voice actors. So that's good. So it literally yeah. looks like an episode of Bluey. Good, it literally good. looks Like the cartoon show. Like so, it's not
1: that's just a, cool thing. a cheap cheap tie in. They're literally putting some effort into it. That this nice. is the
0: show essentially. Yeah. Good. So Good. that's cool. I'm glad they're doing tie-ins. That are yeah, this is your jam. You love some damn
1: licensed video games.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I like when I like when they're true to the show, and it doesn't look like it's a cheap cash-in. So this I is cool.
1: I think license more than often than not, I would rather see just new IP grow than licensing. I feel like. Too many franchises and developers get trapped into licenses and they can't get away from them. You know, is, I would much rather, th- I've said this for years, but I would much rather the Indiana Jones be a new prop, like a new property. I'd much rather them, they could make the same game with its new character and its new story. And I'd be much more excited than it being Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, I like both. Give me both of them. Give me license, give me unlicensed. just give me something. Well, the too.
1: problem is with the amount of pressure that's put on these games to sell at the a level. I don't think we're getting both. I think we're seeing more and more people move to known properties, licensed IPs, things that they can bet on, that they, that they feel is safer. That's why they're doing it, so they feel it's safer. It's easier to market. It's easier to appeal to people because it's a property that people know. Um, but I think that lacks creativity, and I would like to see more of it put elsewhere instead of relying oh. so much on IP.
0: I'm fine with it when there's studios like the studio like the studio's making Bluey and the studio's making the Robocop game, smaller studios taking that on, like second party studios. Uh, I don't Yeah, and
1: all of that has nothing to do with this. With, I wasn't trying to say anything and yeah. anything to do with yeah. Bluey. I'm just talking overall. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I am I less like it when it's big name studios unless as you know of course Sony and Spider-Man that's different but
1: I think Gotham Knights might have been received differently if it wasn't a Batman game that's true but also in the it same breath game, people <laughs> could say people could say then it would just be like Immortals of Avium which just got like shut down because it didn't sell very well apparently and they're going to give up on it and that's a shame because the game just came out yeah the game and, and didn't even hit EA the, uh, EA Pass yet. It didn't even jump into the vault. Like the fact that they didn't launch that game with a ten hour trial is insane to me. This is a brand new yeah. IP. Like put people's hands on it, let them play it.
0: Yeah, but th- but this goes back to my whole other conversation I've had multiple times before. It's like people say they want new stuff, but then new stuff comes out, they don't, buy and they it. don't support it. So so you know what that's going to tell EA
1: it, so. right? More Star Wars, more Avatar. I'm making that to kid. You know, like, just, yeah, that's just that's it. People, that's what you're seeing like with Ubisoft. Stuff. They're just going to start putting more yeah. into that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and Immortals of Avion got good reviews, so that's, that's even more.
1: Yeah, crazy. like, good enough. right? Lucky. They didn't set the world on yeah. fire. I think the biggest problem with it since. was that it came out in such a competitive window. You know, it just yeah. got steamrolled. People were waiting on Starfield, people were playing Baldur's Gate, like, nobody was going to even play that.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, that's the epitome yeah, of, like, a Black Friday game, where people get their hands on for... 25 bucks, and they start talking about how that's better than I thought it was going to be, and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. That one, like, um, Atlas like Fallen, I don't hear nothing about right now.
1: Oh, I forgot all yeah. about that Ghost game. Ghostwire kind of got the
0: same thing. thing. Yeah. See, and, and, that, and, and that's always my point. Like, people ask for new stuff, and new stuff comes out, and kind of gets annoyed. No, that's gets, true. That's 100% concerned.
1: true. Yeah,
0: I, 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 hope, I like uh, to think I a lot buy of P does well.
1: I buy a lot of new IP games. Um, but not just ones that I'm not interested. In. <laughs> like Immortals was always like, you know, I, just because I'm excited because it's a new IP, but I'm not gonna give them seventy dollars for. it. I'm gonna wait. I think it's just. Been I always smart.
0: try to support things I'm interested in. Like if I'm interested in, because I want more of it, I'll try to buy it.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like that's why I bought all this Clock Tower stuff. And when the Clock Tower game comes, I'm gonna buy anything thing I can get my hands on. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I want to support things that I'm really in on, but. I don't know if I'm in on mortals yet. Yeah, gotta play it first. That's true. And
0: by then i will right. be shut down. I am the price. <laughs> Completely shut down.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, TPR says right now you apparently at Costco can pick up Tears of the Kingdom for thirty dollars. What's the best, oh, this is the perfect question for Donnie. What's the best gaming deal you ever snagged? You, news slash use slash video game hardware, memorabilia, all the spare gaming.
1: Yeah, I've got a bunch. i got a bunch of stories. Ones I've already told before, I'm sure. Yes. What about you?
0: I'll, I'll give my easy one. I have a couple of ones. I'll give the easy one, though. My uh, Space Ace Dragon's Dragon Slayer cabinet. Came out and I think it was for six hundred dollars and I end up finding it on clearance for like three. Nice. And it's not the it's not the one up arcade, it's like a full size arcade cabinet with big ass speakers on it as loud as hell. It's from the IRK people. And they was originally selling it for like five ninety nine. I got on clearance for three hundred dollars. Nice. No, no taxes, nothing. So and it's still working perfectly. Very nice.
1: Um, years ago, not when Twitter was like its inception, but an earlier version of Twitter. Man, like these stores would have like these price listings that were wrong and stuff. They would honor them. I got so many damn games for free. I remember one year Wario game, like Best Buy had a coupon that they didn't realize what was going on. And I bought like 10 games for like $8. Like it was insane. Oh, I, shit. It's how I got like a, I think I got Prey and Dishonored. <laughs> they were like four dollars because it's coupon, and back then Best Buy would just honor it. They'd be like, "Well, we fucked up. Here's the game." Now everybody just cancels your shit. Like well, they caught wind, they're like, "We're not gonna do this anymore." Yeah, so like this isn't really a thing anymore. Um, but I used to hunt all those deals that way. Um, the one that comes immediately to mind—I've probably told the story again, so I'll give you the shorthand version. Is I went to a flea market in town when I first bought this house. Back in like 2016, I was just walking around the square. There's like this used flea market store. And I remember the thing that I always remember and I laugh out is they had a used bottle of mouthwash for sale. It was like an open bottle of mouthwash, (laughs) which I'm sure it was like fine mouthwash, but it was like, it was like maybe a third emptied. So it was like two thirds a bottle of mouthwash for like a dollar. I was like, this is fucking insane. Like who's buying this? Nobody's going to buy this. So this shit away. Right, like even though it's mouthwash, like I'm sure it's fine. It's mouthwash, right? Like it's totally fine. But like nobody's gonna use somebody else's used mouthwash, right? No, yeah, you know, it just doesn't matter. Um, but in that store, I came across a pile of GameCube games. And they wanted five dollars each, all of them. Like, and it was uh, it was insane. Everything you could imagine. I had Zelda promo discs, Wind Waker sealed, Resident Evil Four. Steelbook edition, Star Fox Adventures, pick me, all of it. Like every first party GameCube game you could think of was there in a stack of like 30 games they wanted five dollars each for. I looked them square in the face and I said, I'll give you 60 bucks for the stack. And they were like, sure. And I thought I robbed them. That's perfect. Like, like I literally felt like I robbed them. <laughs> like I I was like, this is ridiculous. At the time I didn't have a GameCube. So I went to a local game store and I was like, look at what I just bought. And they're like, You are we hate you so much. And there were three Zelda promotion discs in the, in the collection. Three. Not just one. There's three of them. One of them was sealed. And I was like, hey, I'll give you this one. I'll give you the sealed one for uh, I want two Cubes and, like and like accessories. So he gave me two GameCubes, two WaveBirds, uh, a couple controllers, memory cards, and like threw in like a Yoshi for Jack, like a stuffed Yoshi. And I gave him the thing. And we went home and I hooked up all the TVs and we played GameCube for about two days. And my kids told me how much they hated GameCube because the graphics were old <laughs> and they didn't want to play it and they didn't like Sunshine and they didn't like Double Dash. And uh, I ended up selling it like a year later. I just sold all of it on, on Craigslist for like, I think I sold it for like $700. And That's the guy dope. that bought it for me drove from Kentucky to pick them up. He drove like seven hours to buy them for me. Damn. So, GameCube stuff is hot. It has been hot for years. Like people love collecting GameCube stuff. And um yeah, if my kids weren't gonna play it, you know, I'm not I'm not a collector. I already had so many games you know, like on Wii U and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I don't need to keep this stuff. Better it go into the hands of a collector than me. And uh and I just sold it. Um I just got a great I just got a great deal. If I can add another one to the story. Uh I didn't even think about this, but I posted in the discord today. You may see this. I have a new canvas on the wall. You see this one right here? Yes. Clock tower. Um, I've been in the mood for clock tower. I've been filling the clock tower vibes and I have my copy of clock tower the game and I've had it. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, I have all this stuff on all my shelves and stuff and I don't have nearly enough clock tower stuff. Now one they didn't make a lot of it, right? So, like, it's not like there's a bunch of stuff I can go buy. Um, Clock Tower stuff that's is correct. insanely expensive. Insanely expensive. $300 for a copy of Clock Tower 2 on PlayStation 1, like in mint condition. Um, but that's American. It's North American versions. You can import Japanese versions of Clock Tower shit for dirt cheap. Nothing. So, I was shopping on eBay. One of the things I did this week for vacation is I wanted to do Clock Tower stuff. I wanted to put Clock Tower stuff in my thing. I was like, I want to switch up the canvases a little bit um so i ordered some clock tower canvases uh one is right behind me the other one i've posted pictures in the discord and i was going to buy some clock tower stuff i was gonna, like look for some guides you know like just shelf ornaments some discs some guides not spend too much money and i was looking at there's a lot Make of Jap- cool. there's a lot of japanese listings for stuff and i was like i'll just import some of this stuff and it was going to cost me like 150 bucks maybe 175 for like everything that i wanted and while doing that, I kept cross referencing, looking around, and I got suggested a listing from a guy in Alabama who had a batch of Clock Tower imported stuff from Japan. He had Clock Tower, the first three games, Clock Tower, the first Fear, Clock Tower 2, Clock Tower um, Ghost Head, as well as Clock Tower 3. And he had collector's guides for all of them.
0: They're in Japanese. What the awesome guy from Alabama has all this stuff?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. He he has an eBay store where he just has a bunch of like vintage game stuff. So he had all of the stuff listed individually um, for different items, and he had the collector's edition guides, which is kind of what I was shopping for. The guidebooks that they made in Japan are like comic books. They have like tutorials in Japanese of how to beat the level, but in between them, in between the levels, they have like comic scenes of like art and stuff that you can read and flip
0: through explaining the story.
1: Yeah. Which looks cool. And they're full colored cool. and everything. And I was like, this is cool. And they look great. So I, I just messaged him and I was like, Hey, I'm looking to build like a clock tower section on a shelf. And I noticed that you have like eight items. I was like, I want to just give you $80 for all of it. Like, are you co- like, can we do that? And he was like, yeah, I'll send it to you now. He's like, this stuff's been on my store for like a year. And I just bought all of it for eighty bucks. Perfect. I got copies of all the games. I got Clock Tower one, two, three, and Ghost Head. Um, and I got collectors that I got collector's edition guidebooks. The guidebooks are like mint for all three. Damn. And I bought the canvas and I put it on my shelf. And then the other thing that I found was on Etsy, some guy that makes reproduction games for like N sixty four and stuff. They like they'll build the cartridge and flash them. He had a cartridge. For clock tower on SNES, It's a working thing. He took the fan translated ROM and flashed it to the cart and made a Reaper drill. And he's got so a it box. Works. It works. Yeah. I could stick it in a super Nintendo. and It works. And I bought that too. Holy crap. That's cool. And I was like, I'll just put this on the shelf. Just a cool little shelf ornament. I didn't know you that know? Was a thing. It came with a box, huh. like a super Nintendo new game box. I was like, that's neat. And I put all that stuff on my shelf next to my last of stuff. And, um, I
0: is that a profitable business.
1: Oh, you never know. Huh. Um, and it wasn't That's that a much. Good idea. It was like thirty bucks for the box and the cartridge and all that. You know, huh. was, yeah, a little high, but who cares? I I just wanted it for display. It looks good on display. I already have the ROM. I have the ROM on my ally. I have the ROM on my Super Nintendo Classic. So like, I'm good, and I'm not gonna play it. I'm gonna wait for the new version to come out and play that. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was nice that I lucked out. Like I said, the Japanese folks were selling like similar things for like. 150, 160, and I was going to have to wait a month for shipping, and imports and all that, and this guy was just like, yeah, I'll take your money. I was like, thanks. And it got here like the next day, too, because he's in Birmingham. We're literally like two hours away from each other. <laughs> he put it in the mail that That's day, perfect. and the shit arrived at my doorstep <laughs> the next day.
0: <laughs> so it was that like, is perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> Easy button. Definitely. All right. We got two questions here that are each one of us specific. Okay. <laughs> so I'll read Kyle question first. He asks, are the Cleveland Browns playoff hopes in danger now? Yes. That Nick Chubb is out for the season. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> my fantasy football dreams are dead too because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the the Cleveland Browns have playoff hopes. I mean, I think that's in itself a crazy thing to say out loud. Um, I never take wins for granted with the Browns. I don't care how talented or good their team is. They've never had, in my history of being a Browns fan, um, since before the, like since the expansion, of course, I don't think they've ever had like back-to-back winning records in two years, consecutively. Ooh. So I'm like, you know, there are all these Browns fans like on on the radio, and I listen to them and I hear them and they call into the radio in Cleveland, I listen to the radio while I'm working. And I hear all these Browns fans, they call in with the most ludicrous things to say. They're like, we've got to be Super Bowl contenders. We've got to make moves. We're trying to make, we're trying to win it. I'm like, how about we go nine and eight two years in a row? Like, that's my bar. (laughs) That's like my level of success. Can we win more games than we lose? We have two years in a row.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Like, just,
1: I don't even care if we made the playoffs or not. Just win more than you lose in back to back seasons. That would be the goal for me. Like, I just want the Browns to be a competent, decent NFL team. Like, I always tell my family, I just want to turn on the game and hope that they can win instead of expecting them to lose. Uh, and these people out here are like Super Bowl, I'm like the, fuck the Super Bowl. I'm not even there yet. Not even there yet. Like we just suck for so long. And seeing Nick Chubb get hurt was debilitating. He's definitely our best player, but more so than that, it means so much more than him just being our best player. He was on track to be like one of the better Cleveland Browns of all time. This was a franchise type player, not a good player, like a hall of famer. Nick Chubb has been the shit his entire career. He's awesome. And he fit the city and the fans. He's our type of player, the type of player the Browns fans, I think, rally behind. And to see him break his leg that way was debilitating, deflating. Like it was really ruined. Like I almost want to just turn the game off and even watch anymore. And then to see them go out there and just look inept and self-destructed fall on their face whenever possible. that just made it worse. So I wouldn't be betting on the Browns to do anything without significant improvement. Uh, Sean Watson looks like shit out there. Terrible. Um, I haven't looked at the game film. I just watched the broadcast, so I haven't seen what he was staring at. But I can't imagine that all of his receivers were covered. Like he was just holding on to the ball. He looked scared to throw it. Like he just looked scared, scared to release it. Yeah, he just looked like a deer in headlights. what we see seeing and I know Steelers have a great defense, so like credit to them. They're doing their job. But like we see quarterback like I know it's not easy to be a quarterback in the NFL. It's our job. But we see quarterbacks can make, you know, complete passes all the time. Rookies, like this guy wouldn't even like let go of the ball sometimes. <laughs> like, I was just like, dude, that seems, that was troubling. That was deeply concerning. More concerning than having a bad game was the fact that he looked scared to throw. It makes me think that I think his eyes, I think he's second guessing what he's seeing. And that worries me greatly. That scares the shit out of me. More than anything else. It's going to be a long season. We're (laughs) stuck with him. You know that, right? We're stuck with him. We can't do anything about it. We couldn't cut or trade him if we wanted to. The amount of money that is guaranteed to him, he's not going anywhere for three or four years. That's why what I saw was deeply concerning. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Our only other option is to just bench him. We could just pay him $300 million to sit on the bench. Yeah which you know they're not going to do. He can be as terrible as terrible can be. They're going to keep playing him.
0: So Yeah, they're paying him.
1: They got to they they snap him out. They got to get him out of it. I don't know what, what's on his, in his head. I've seen Deshaun Watson play. I do not like Deshaun Watson as a person at all. I wish they didn't trade for him, but I've seen him play. He's a good player. I don't know what's happening with him right now. I don't know if it's a scheme. I don't know if it's the offensive line. He was running for his life. We weren't blocking at all. Like That was a problem, but even that, what I saw from him was concerning. Yeah. Baker Mayfield would have won that game. And I don't like Baker Mayfield, but he would have won that game.
0: Crazy. All right. My question is, from Crystal Storm, who are you romancing in Baldur's Gate 3? Everyone is the answer. I am taking oh. everyone I can Hot
2: summer to downtown
0: Yes. Yep. That's good stuff. Everyone. Yes. The question is who am I not banging in Baldur's Gate 3? 100. As soon as they give me the option to bang them, I'm going to bang them. That was me
1: and Valhalla. <laughs> Valhalla, I was just swapping from partner to partner to partner.
0: They're going to be like, you want to have sex? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
1: Thought you'd
2: never asked. <laughs> The funny
0: thing, I
1: was more I was more choosy with uh, Cyberpunk. Like I was specifically trying to find certain uh, romance options. And Valhalla, I didn't no Yeah, fuck.
0: Pan, Am my, Pan Am was my girl. Of Pan Cyberpunk. Am was the like, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: she it. was the bomb. Yeah. Uh, and Valhalla, like, they're like, Do you want to like bang your brother's
0: wife? I was like, Uh
1: huh. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want to bang this redheaded
0: witch to try to kill you? Mm hmm. Yeah. Sure do. Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. See how that works out. (laughs) Rolling my dice with that one. (laughs) Yep.
1: It's like terrible decisions. They're like, are you sure? Yeah. And you didn't hear me the first that I stutter?
0: (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) I plan on having the people at my party talking about me. Like, you know, he's fucking all of us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're aware. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Sigurd was like,
0: "Are you you banging my wife?"
1: I was like, "Fuck yeah, I am." And the girl outside that sells pelts, and the girl down by the docks. and the Irish girl, (laughs) and all of them.
0: (laughs) That is always going to be the answer. All of them. That is the answer. (laughs) Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right, here comes D Life coming to try to make us be a knowledgeable podcast. (laughs) D Life as. Who do you guys think would slash could buy Nintendo first? Fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want to answer this. The Apple or Microsoft? Also, based on both companies' track records, and what do you think they're both trying to do in the gaming space, who would offer the more attractive offer to Nintendo? D-Life? It's 12 o'clock at night. I'm not trying to think about this. <laughs> I think... um. Who do you think would try to buy them for? Well, both of them are going to try to buy them regardless. It's not about first.
1: There are only certain (laughs) companies that can even afford them. And those are two. I think if Nintendo actually became for sale, I think the company that I would have a hard time seeing somebody beat out would be Disney.
0: Yes, that would be the company that would try to be like... I think
1: Disney Disney would buy them for their IP and still let them make their own hardware. Yes. They would let them like run their own gaming division and then they would license not license. They would own their IP so they would look to make money off of their their shows and movies and cartoons and they would try to incorporate all of that into the Apple ecosystem. I mean into the Disney ecosystem and then still let Nintendo like do their games. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe that they actually would
0: actually let... might be the safest option. Oh, I, I, I agree.
1: Because the problem with Apple or Microsoft is that they would then try to take, they would try to bend Nintendo into their hardware. And of the two, I think Apple would be best because I think, I think Apple would make concessions to Nintendo that Microsoft wouldn't. And what I mean by that is if Nintendo sold to Apple, I think Apple would be like, we want your games on the new Apple TV and iPads, Right. And I think Nintendo would go, okay, that works for us. We do mobile anyway. We'll do that. But I think Apple would be like, but we're going to let you design the controller. Yes,
0: that sounds yeah. about right.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to be like, we're going to let you design the controller, and uh, we're going to bring you into like our smartphone. Like, do you want like an Amiibo reader in your smartphone? Like, I think things like that Apple would work with Nintendo on. Whereas if Microsoft bought Nintendo, then I think Microsoft's like, we just want your games on Xbox. And PC. Yeah.
0: Then it becomes, then Nintendo just becomes Xbox. Well, no, yeah, I just think Nintendo, Nintendo just is.
1: becomes software. They just become games, right? They yeah. become Sega. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they're going to, and like, I don't think that works for Nintendo. Like, yeah, I know people don't want to hear it because Nintendo doesn't make the hardware that people traditionally salivate for, but Nintendo makes Nintendo hardware. And it, it applies to the games that they want to make. And I would hate to lose that
0: ever. And that's my point. That's why I love Nintendo. Because Nintendo is going to think outside the box and do what they want to do. And give you that cool thing. Like the Switch I, is amazing.
1: I think there's probably a good possibility here that Xbox does like a hybrid. Where Xbox goes, we want your games on the new Xbox. But we also want an Xbox handheld. And we're going to let Nintendo design the handheld. I can see that. I could, cool. see, I could see Nintendo being like, we're going to come out with a new Switch, right? And it has all of the Xbox and Nintendo games on it. Or you could buy the console and it has all the Xbox and Nintendo games on it. I think Xbox would be totally fine with that. because, And I've been trying to say this for years. I think maybe people are finally starting to come around on it. Xbox is not trying to out-console people. They do not give a fuck. The console no. is just a device you can buy for Game Pass. So yeah. one of the things that we saw in the leak was that they are looking at like a multi-device future. They're not looking at next generation as here's our new box to play games on. Next generation is a myriad of devices, laptops, towers, consoles, handhelds, phones. It's all Xbox. That's, like, that's yeah. their psyche. So I do think Nintendo could probably have some wiggle room there, but I don't think Nintendo could design the console I don't think I don't I don't think Xbox could allow themselves to release a Nintendo-designed hardware as like the main attraction. Mm-hmm. I think it goes against what Microsoft does. I don't think they would do it, but handheld, I think they would. I agree. Like, oh, you they want know, a cool. tablet with with Joy Cons and NFC reader and a camera and all this shit? I think they could they'd figure it out. My fear for. My fear for Apple or Microsoft buying Nintendo is what would they, we know what Nintendo provides to them. What do they provide
0: to Nintendo? Oh, that's a good question. The like what have they, in my mind is like. Um, what have they bought
1: that was improved upon after they bought them? I don't know. That's the fear. Like obviously they've got money and they've got better hardware specs. But I don't think that matters a whole lot. Nintendo is selling outselling they're, like that's the craziest thing with like with people being like I can't believe Xbox was to buy everything like, like Nintendo's like look at you. You're losing money on consoles sold cuz you're just packing all this tech in it and everything and we were outselling you 4 to 1 with some shit we designed yeah. in 2015. Like you know they're like go oh, fuck yourself. Like you're not even in their with a pal- tablet. Yeah, you're not even in their ball ball park. You know? What? Who? A tablet. <laughs> who? Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, I think that a lot of that gets lost if, like, theoretically, Xbox owns Nintendo. I don't think that works. Yeah. yeah. Disney I makes agree. more sense. Amazon might the be the logic. worst.
0: <sighs> yeah. They'll <laughs> be because
1: I could totally see them Amazon, being like, they've got all the money. They spend all the money, and they're like, we're just going to put Mario on your fire tablet. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, How wrong does that <laughs> sound? <laughs> you know, That
0: sounds horrible.
1: Disney would probably be my first preference. My second preference would probably be PlayStation.
0: PlayStation probably do good by them. But they couldn't afford it. No, not at all. <laughs> all right. Our next question. You know what? I'm going to go to Court lawn. I they these last two questions are really interesting. He asks, What is the most renowned video game on, of all hang time? On, hang on.
1: Nathan says Disney is in a financial position to do that. I'm not believing that for a little bit. Yes, Disney is losing money on ESPN. Disney has money and they've got instant in, they've got insane amounts of money. And here's the thing they just get a loan. Like, they, they, could, yeah. they could finance, like, yeah, Nintendo, Disney has the money. Now, they may not have the money to outbid anybody, but it may not even matter to that, right? If Nintendo actually says, we want to be, we want to sell, they may sell to somebody that's the best position. Like, Endeavor didn't outbid everybody for WWE. WWE chose to sell to Endeavor because they thought it was a better fit for them. It would be probably be one correct. of those situations where Amazon, Amazon can probably outbid everybody in the world. So can Saudi Arabia public investment fund. That doesn't mean they're going to sell to them. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean anything. It's not just about who puts up the highest number. It's who also, like, how's the fit? Like, who do you, like, they still have employees and customers to do right by, you know? I don't think it's going to be like a North American, just how many zeros are on the check sort of decision. If Nintendo was to sell, I don't think it would come down to that.
0: Yeah, they can get their own money. And they have been getting
1: their own money, so... I mean, just think of the the power of Nintendo at Disney World. Mickey Mouse next to Mario. Like, that's insane. It's totally insane.
0: That's, that alone would make them tons of money.
1: 100%. 100%. Money. I'm sorry, Nathan. I just I understand Marvel what you're trying to Disney say, World. and I understand that, like, with all the news and everything, that that might be, like, the kind of the status quo, but I'm not believing it for a bit. And ultimately, it doesn't yeah, matter. You know. Nintendo's not for sale. But if they came for sale... I definitely think Denzing would be in super interest. 100%. They're there.
0: All right. Court asks, what's the most renowned video game of all time? I have an answer. What's your answer? Tetris. That might be the answer. That might be actually the answer.
1: We're talking about a singular game, not a franchise, because franchise is Mario. But Mario means a yes, bunch of different things to a bunch of different people. But a singular game, I would go on Tetris. I think almost everybody in the world recognizes Tetris. They know that stupid ass song, and they kind of, even if they've not played the game, they understand like what Tetris is.
0: Yes, and if they see like a game that looks like Tetris, they're gonna probably say that's Tetris. It doesn't have yeah. to be Tetris. It'd be like columns or some shit like that. Like yeah. that's Tetris. Because that's what we know in our head. Yep.
1: Yep. Any mobile look-alike or anything? It's, it's like, all just—it's all Tetris.
0: Just Tetris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like when somebody sees a, a cola soda, like, "That's Coke." Doesn't have to be Coke, unless it'll take a look at that's Coke. I guess.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I was trying to Tetris think is. of like when I saw this question, when I put this question on the doc, in my head I thought, "What is like a forty-five-year-old aunt?" Who's never played a video games? Like, what video games would she know? And in my head, I thought Tetris. I probably know what Tetris is.
0: I thought Pokemon. I thought Pokemon. I thought Mario.
1: Yeah, no franchises. I think you're on point. Franchises. Yeah, like with the power of Pokemon, the RPGs, and Pokemon oh. Go. That's a good question. But in a singular yeah. game, it's hard to choose which it's one. Tetris. Right? Yeah, I yeah. think Tetris is a good it's guess Tetris. for a singular game.
0: 'Cause everybody knows Tetris. I was also trying Even to they I was, don't know Tetris. I was trying to think Tetris.
1: outside the box, like would solitaire or like Minesweeper count? I was trying to think things like that. Things that solitaire appeal to lots of count, different I people.
0: Think. Yeah. Solitaire's up there, yeah. I think solitaire was up there.
1: But Tetris, man, that whole yeah. I think you could just play that. Even you wouldn't have to show people the game. You could just be like, hey, what's this song from? And I think like eight out of Tetris. 10, everybody would be like, it's Tetris.
0: <laughs> my dad used to play Tetris. My dad was not a video game player at all. He used to play Tetris. I know
1: so many stories. Day. My aunt, my only, I've told this story on Shaq before. When I was little, I got sent to live with my aunt for like a summer. She had a Game Boy. The only, yeah. I never had a Game Boy. I never had a, a handheld. She bought a, an entire platform and everything to play Tetris. She played it after church.
0: My dad did too. She sat down and played Tetris. My dad bought it for Tetris.
1: I bought Spider Man and played Spider Man on it and Mario. And I just played those because she had a Game Boy. But she didn't care about any of those games. She never played
0: them. She just played Tetris. Yeah. She had that my thing dad, for like
1: 15 years. Just played Tetris for 15 years. The
0: same that, game. That's how my dad was. My dad got to the ending of Tetris. Like, how the fuck do you get to the ending of Tetris? I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> didn't she know still had
1: playing. it when, uh, in high school. She still had it. She was like going through her stuff and she found her Game Boy. And she called me and she's like, You remember that game boy you said? I just found it. I was like, That's crazy. She's like, Yeah, put battery, it still works. I was like, Of course it does. Oh.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna play Tetris again. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that people have these type of stories with video games no matter what age, culture, or creed, there's always one person. Well, they'll say I don't play video games, but it's that one game I play. hmm Always.
1: My wife's game is Peggle. It
0: might be Candy Crush.
1: She's not that into Peggle, games, like but that. she loves some Peggle. Highly competitive, yeah. too. She really wants to win, too. Peggle's
0: good. I think busted moves better, All right. But, yeah. I'll do Delvin Jr.'s question next and we'll go to Brendan Myers last. I think this I think you might have an interesting story. Based off what Brandon Myers on is. So Delvin Jr. asks, What's a game you felt got ruined by other people hyping it up too much? God of War twenty eighteen was a game that he really got hyped up for, but he played he just thought it was alright. So what's well, a game junior people ruined for you? You were wrong.
1: God of War was fucking yes, awesome.
0: It is. It is, is a great game.
1: <laughs> it really, really is. <laughs> One of my favorite games. I feel like I should have a better answer for this, but nothing's really coming to mind. Red Dead.
0: I guess my answer has to. Be, I guess my answer has to be Breath of the Wild. Oh God, I hate that. But I, I, but based off of what we know about me, I think I think the hype got to me. I think now, if I go back to Breath of the Wild now after playing Tears of the Kingdom as much as I have, I'd probably enjoy it a lot more.
1: I would like you to do so. I want to play Breath of the Wild again. I think I might. I'm kind of hoping that it gets that update that they're showing off. Like, if they can give us like 60 frames a second 4K Breath of the Wild, like, I'm replaying it. I'm going to replay Breath of the Wild again. I, I, love I, game. I think
0: I actually might. I think yeah, that'd be with, cool. with the odds I have now, I'll go back into it. Like, oh, this is not as bad as I thought it was. It'd be a I know experiment. What the fuck you do.
1: Uh Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, I was over the moon for and so excited and all the marketing and kept hearing about how great it was going to be and it ended up just, and I went down in a blaze of glory, just a fiery crash with that game. Played game for about 10 hours and I was like, I can't believe I hate this game as much as I do. It was one of those games where about that is- I kept playing it, hoping to change my mind. I was like, obviously something's wrong. Like, there's no way you hate this game. You love the first one and the more and more I played it I was like I really don't like this
0: and I had the opposite experience. I, don't, I don't think I loved it I had the opposite experience from that game where I heard some people talking about that game how much they didn't like it because it was so slow paced so when I played like, I it mean, just I was just me because I didn't hear a lot of people
1: hating it I thought most people loved that game
0: say, like, I heard a lot of people saying they didn't like it because it was so slow paced and it was so complex with certain things it definitely was slow paced but yeah that got to a lot of people that you had to go. And then I, I heard people talk about uh, the second half of the game. I don't want to spoil that. Part. People didn't like it a lot. Yeah. We know, uh, Haley. We
1: know. <laughs> it's like she's contractually obligated to let us know every time we bring it up. I'm allowed to not like it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Apparently you're not.
1: <laughs> it's like Dev. Every time I say anything uh, about The Last of Us 2, he has to reiterate the opposite opinion. They know. I can, I, can say, I can say my feelings too. No, you can't. <laughs> not uncontested. Have that's you not sure. learned
0: this yet? You can't. You <laughs> can't. Right. Our final question from Brendan Myers. He asks, what is one of your favorite work stories that made you question how was this person hired?
1: <laughs> I do have one. But I know how he was hired, but I do have one.
0: Um, okay. Trying to think how... I want to get you Miles real quick. Well, that's a simple story. Sure. I actually had to find this person, so that made even, even more crazy. When I was young, I worked at a restaurant. Not a restaurant. I, I can say what the fuck I worked at. worked at Einstein Bagels. Like worked 1935 the manager or something? I wish I, I was like 19 or 1920 I, like I worked in Einstein 1975. I became assistant manager <laughs> back back in the old days when I had the afro <laughs> <laughs> so I kid you not this happened right in front of me i was worked in the shift one of my one of the employees worked there had an issue with a customer they got in an argument and the customer was like yelling at him he's like are you going to finish making my bagel? So the guy proceeds to go in the back and tells me, I'm going to spit on this guy's bagel.
2: Oof.
0: Like, you can't do that. And then he proceeds to do it. And like, nope, absolutely not. I grabbed it for the, so the guy couldn't get it. And like, no, nah, you got to go. You can't, can't work at doing that. Like, and like, knowing <laughs> I'm the supervisor, he thought it was a good idea to tell me this story and then do it in front of me. He's like, fuck this guy. I'm going to spit on this guy's bagel like no that's disgusting wow yeah he just just did it did it right in front of him Was gonna give it to the guy
1: that is disgusting
0: yeah like he can't work here
1: (laughs) (laughs) mine isn't that good um we had an employee that got assigned to our department because sometimes in government that happens a friend of like the county manager didn't have a job. He was like, "I'm just gonna go work over here," and he had no idea what we did, uh, and didn't give a shit either. Didn't care to learn. Didn't care. <laughs> um, just, just when I mean didn't give a shit, I mean this is actually something liberating and freeing to his madness. Um, we used to always joke, at like two o'clock every day, he would just get up and leave. Like he would <laughs> just, just leave. Yeah, he would just go walk. Like people would see him. We'd see him out. Like he would just go like take a walk for like two hours and he'd just come back and sit down like nothing happened and just work for like 30 that- minutes and pack him and go home. <laughs> but the greatest thing that ever happened that was, yeah, the greatest thing that ever happened was um, we have a small team. We always have. We don't have a big budget. Even, I mean, compared to other major metropolitans, we're minim- Minimal. Um, but even compared to like local counties, we're kind of small. Like there were smaller counties that have twice as many people as us. So when we have big projects, we all have to like kind of share the load and we all kind of cross-train. We all kind of know a little bit about what each other's doing. So every year in February, there's like a school safety awareness week, like nationwide, that the National Weather Service conducts. And they'll do, like, fire drills and tornado drills. And they'll do, like, communication tests. And it's, like, this national effort to test procedures. And every year we participate. Like, we work with the schools on doing, like, social media. We may, like, make some flyers or something. This is, like, bread and butter generic daily stuff. This is not a big deal. It's a very minor task. My boss tasked this employee with coming up with a, a preparedness like flyer to send out to the schools. Like he's going to just like, Hey, put some, I mean like this is as cut and dry paint by numbers as you can get in my office. This is brainless work. Like, Hey, grab some cool safety factoids, some school safety factoids, checklists, whatever, you know, like draw up like an eight by 11, like do a little flyer. We'll send it out to the schools. This man had two months to work on this. Months. Two months. Two months. This was to like write a letter? his letter. Like his only task. Honestly, the assignment was to make a flyer, and he didn't have to do like he didn't have to draw or anything. Like we have we have a graphics department that does that. Like his job was like to template. his job was to meet with the graphics department and bring them a couple sentences of like school safety things to do, and make a flyer. Like just work, like basically they so make it. To, like they make it. You just kind of lead them to them what making you what you want. And when the day came for all of us to show up, show like our our effort. We're talking like the day before all of this stuff supposed to be going out. And like I had, I had to do like a plan and run an event and like could do a speaking engagement. We had other people had to like go to school. Like we are working. This guy is not working. This guy is just busy work. I kid you not. We come to sit down in a cafe. We come to sit down in our conference room. We were all sitting around the table. My boss goes around one by one, getting updates from everybody on what they did. And I swear to God, I kid you not, in every literal sense of what I'm about to tell you, happened. We got to him. He was second from last. All right, Stephen, um, your job was to get our flyer together this year. Like, what did you? What did you do? He put a piece of paper on the table. That had one sentence written on it. It went all the way across to the end and one word got down to the next line. So I'm talking one line and one word. (laughs) So when I say a sentence, I'm not even talking about a compound sentence, like a paragraph or like a three sentences together. He had one line and one word on an eight by 11 sheet of paper that didn't even have a header on it. No logo, no header, not a, there wasn't a, to whom it may, a concern from, it wasn't signed. It literally was a blank piece of paper, a white piece of paper with one line and one word of text.
0: I bet he felt like I nailed it.
1: <laughs> and I Making matters, I fell out of my chair laughing in front of everybody i, I couldn't I, I could not do it my boss was like donnie i was like what the fuck are you mean, donnie donnie you need to take this shit up with him what the fuck are you talking about we're over here working our asses off and this guy showed up with a sentence and i and, and he acted like this was the assignment he's like yeah we're gonna fax this out to all the schools today no <laughs> wild right like just insane um I tell my he's boss a, often He
0: should have been fired.
1: Well, we couldn't fire <laughs> like, the the his county manager's friend. Yeah, Politics. Yeah, yeah, could not fire him. He was he had the he knew the right people. So what happened was he the manager <laughs> The manager took another job and he went with him. Oh. So but the thing that I told my boss was, um, I said, you know, when I first started working, like years ago, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I think I showed up to work every day with fear that I would be fired. Like for whatever reason, I just had this constant fear that if I didn't do a really great job, like people would let me go, they'd find somebody else to do it. I've always kind of carried that. Like I am kind of a tryhard when it comes to work. I want to impress always. I, I take a lot of pride in what I do. I don't half as anything. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it as best I can. Not like good enough to get the job done. I'm talking like I want national recognition for the work that i do i wanted to exceed <laughs> everybody else's work um i think that's why i was uh, mercer's outstanding student of the year in my graduating class you know like i'm that guy <clears throat> and the fact that this man just like fucking threw a sheet of beeps paper on down i basically had one sentence on it like i could not believe it and i told my boss i was like yeah i'm gonna let this go i was like i don't think i'll ever get fired
2: <laughs> like I think I could show up, I could
1: show up for six months and not do anything, and I probably still wouldn't get fired. Like it was, he taught me how hard it was to find good employees, not great employees, not the best good. ever employees, good, reliable employees. It's it honestly is really difficult. Uh, people that don't are involved in hiring, like it's really, really hard. Not qualified employees. That's not even what I'm saying. Not even the smartest employees, just good people, just people that like want to, want to do well, like that in itself is hard, is a hard thing to, to recruit. We've had a we've had numerous people that come through that look like they're just hanging out. <laughs> like it blows my mind. That's I'm like, gross. okay, you're just, you're just here for eight hours a day and doing as little as possible, I guess. Um, I mean, good on you. Like if that's like your prerogative in life, I don't, I don't, I've never, I don't have that bone in me, um, to like just coast, you know, like, um, so yeah, that's the, the wild story. I guess it blew my mind. That's a good one. I'll never forget it. The man handed, he basically handed my boss a blank piece of paper and more and like, it was like, it was a tweet. He put a tweet on a piece of paper. It was 140 characters or less for sure. A tweet where I've had more characters than what he handed in for two months of work.
0: That is so wild. Isn't it? And got paid for it. <laughs> I was like,
1: I don't even, I didn't even think that was possible. <laughs> you know, like you're showing, you're opening
0: my eyes to all new realities I didn't think existed. <laughs> I, I'd ask so many questions. Like, what were you doing for the past two months? Oh, when my boss
1: started yelling at me, then I, because that's one thing is, You know, my boss started yelling at me about my outburst, and then I started yelling at him. (laughs) So like we like we got into it. He was like, How dare you? I was like, How dare I fuck about this guy? Like in front of everybody, right in front of him. (laughs) What are this fucking loser? Post-it note. Are you fucking (laughs) serious? Fuck off. You would be yelling at me. (laughs) I did my work. I gave you work. He gave you a goddamn (laughs) post-it note. (laughs) Look at these fucking flunkies. You know, like, yeah. Um It's just crazy. It was absolutely wild. It was unbelievable, and that's the sad part. Is I've met maybe five people like him.
0: Five like him.
1: Yeah, not necessarily in our department, but like just in government. I've just come across so many people like. Yeah, like like so the. If Dev was here, I think Dev would one hundred percent back me up on this. Like in the IT space, our IT department has hundreds of employees. Like, there's so many people everywhere and to get anything done like honestly you really need to get a hold of like one of like eight people like there's eight people that like do everything and everybody else basically just like services those eight people like like they basically like everybody else like more or less kind of like screens an email or a call about an issue that one of these eight people will have to deal with at some point point. and like you're just working your way up You're just escalating issues to one of these eight people, like that's how the whole IT department works. It is super counterproductive, and inefficient, and expensive, and it just—it just is. Like it just is how people. It's just how it's done, Uh, and that's not like uncommon. It's like a normal thing. It's it's crazy, huge waste of money. Wow. That's what I told my boss. I was like, "You never fire me. Fuck out of here with that nonsense." I am worth my weight in gold to you. <laughs> Clearly. You give me a project and I bust shit out so damn good other people take notice. Like, I am the least of your concerns.
0: <laughs> yes. You have a thousand other employees to worry about.
1: <laughs> yeah. This person over here sitting in the corner, nobody even knows what they do anymore. <laughs> that man like, why are playing you playing
0: he- Gallagher. <laughs>
1: You know, office space really hits oh. hard. Uh, that's why that movie's so great, is I think everybody knows people like that. Everybody's seen organizations like that. Like, the, old, the older you get, you start working in more places, you're like, oh, my God. So ahead of its time, that movie. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, Nathan, right. I Nathan does I think that's going to do it
0: for us. Oh. I
1: think that's why he said he thinks oh, this, does? Is, this oh. is 100% accurate. <laughs> I think he gets it,
0: yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So so you got to say, I should just get 90 then. (laughs) Just get paid yeah, Yeah. doing nothing.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, like, there's like a guy that does servers, there's a guy that does databases, um, or a girl that does databases. Uh, If you need networking, there's like two guys, there's like two guys for security. There's like a couple guys for like Microsoft apps and like client services. And then everybody else is basically like one giant help desk organization to get them things to do. So like you're basically just That's like top. jumping through hoops. They're like, did you unplug it and plug it back in? Uh, did you reset your passive? Like they're just doing menial tasks so you don't bother one of these eight people that are actually working. <laughs> <laughs> and then if your issue is big enough, then it gets escalated to them, and then they actually do something. Um, but if you don't get like one of those people, on nothing changes.
0: <laughs> so I just need I need to be one of the people. Like, hey, did you unplug your router? <laughs>
1: There's hundreds, we got dozens of those people by by the by the boatload by the bucket load, Do we have people that you can? My email isn't working there. Oh, did you sign in? Like no shit, did I sign in?
2: Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm I count myself lucky that I'm like, I'm 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 not probably considered like one of the eight, but I'm like I'm like eight and a half. Like I'm just on that next rung that like I can call them anytime and they pick up for me, and I do the same. Right. So like I'm kind of considered like one of those movers, you know, because I I maintain I maintain my own environment, my own databases, my own servers, my own stuff, and my own application. So anything that touches my domain at all, through my employees, through my users, IT in the cloud, whatever, it falls to me. So that's when you like you start to get on the in-crowd and you're like, Oh, now I see the matrix. Now I see how this all works.
2: Perfect. Yeah.
0: All right. Y'all got a three hour show today, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for us. Um, you know what? Let, let me say this. Uh, we need to get more people on um, Discord, man. The Discord is a great community. Y'all should check it out. Oh, yeah. Thanks, you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about the Twitter. Twitter's going to die. That, that dude's talking about charging They're about to, to start, about to start <laughs> charging you. Yeah, Uh, so I'm not even going to talk about Twitter. Just come on the Discord. Come hang out with us. Enjoy the good time, the fun time. We have a lot of chats that are amazing. A a fun group of people that you can enjoy and have fun with. Talk about video games with. Definitely check it out.
1: Yeah, good
0: times. Yeah. Any else you want to say before we go, Donnie? I'm good, man. Fun show. All right. Play some video games. Peace.